G'day and welcome to On The Esky, a sports podcast where we like to wrap up, wrap up, wrap up the week in sport, smash a few Mark Stubby Taylors and talk some absolute dribble. We've actually got a few weeks to cover, uh, been yeah. off channel, congratulations are in order, mm-hmm. the man on my left, second time daddy, well done. Thank you, thank you. And uh, we're coming to you live from our new studio, uh, yeah. the man on my right, Monkey Magic, uh, down in... The, the monkey cave, let's call it. it. <laughs> it's like a poor man's bat cave. Um, on the menu for today, we have cricket. Justin Langer gets absolutely shafted. We'll be talking about that. We'll mm. talk oh, Sri Lanka. We'll talk India, West Indies. Shield cricket's back. We've got that live. And the IPL auction, the mega auction they're calling it. Uh, each team has only retained four players tops. Some have less. Um, and I'll be chatting with the De- Delhi Capitals later this evening to discuss that. Super Bowl preview, Super Bowl Monday for us, Super Bowl Sunday in the US. Uh, Joey Franchise and the Cincinnati Bengals going mm-hmm. up against Matt. Thank God I'm not in Detroit Stafford's Rams. <laughs> uh, NBA, big, big week in the NBA. Trades galore. Ben Simmons will join Patty Mills in Brooklyn. The mm. All-Star game is incoming. Uh, James versus Durant, uh, both jerseys there. Uh, don't really make any sense these days, do they? <laughs> <laughs> We've got soccer. Wrong the battles. battle for fourth continues in the EPL. Kirk mm. Zuma kicked a cat. Uh, the World Cup qualifiers <laughs> see the Socceroos with an uphill battle. UFC 271 will kick off a final round with Israel Adesanya taking on Robert Whittaker for the second time. And yeah. big tie to Ivasa. Shui Vasa is taking on the killer, Derek Lewis. Winter Olympics are away. It's been a successful game for us so far as Aussies. Please remember, we have timestamps. You can skip to the sports that you like, or if you're an absolute nuffy, just listen to the whole thing. Chuck us a subscribe on the YouTube, a follow on the Instagram. Um, I've already introduced you, boys. Let's yeah. let's do a shout a beer. We like to shout a beer to reward uh, a, a brilliant effort during the week. Sean, who are you shouting a beer this week? Well, I went a bit different uh, for my shout a beer this week. I want to shout a beer out to the koala. Uh, officially made endangered species this week. So uh, as as proud Australians as we are, I just wanted to shout a beer out to the koalas and say get around the little fellas. Um, they're doing it tough at the moment. <laughs> Give them beers. That'll, I'm sure that'll help uh, the koala population. Oh, they're awesome. already riddled with chlamydia, so a few, a few beers wouldn't help. Uh, it wouldn't, wouldn't hurt. <laughs> wouldn't help. Yeah, that yeah. don't really. One or the other. Max, yeah. what do you got for us? Uh, I haven't put too much thought into it this week. Yeah, um, good stuff. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, nah, so I'm just going to shout a general beer out to all the F1 fans out there. Uh, season's kicking off mm-hmm. uh, pretty soon. Um, some of the teams have unveiled their um, new cars for the season. Yes, they have. Um, Looking very tasty. Definitely, definitely new era kits and all that sort of stuff. Uh, testing's going to start happening in the next... Fortnight, so exciting off? times. When's first Grand Prix? March. Uh, March. March. Yep. Month Italy, late. March, yeah. It's usually in Australia, but I don't think yeah. they're going to start no. with us. No, Who knows? Australia's going to be further on in the season. But mm. yeah. yeah, our COVID rules, no comment, no comment. <laughs> new studio, new me. New studio, new me. No, no more COVID rules. Wait till we start no. talking about well, uh, cricket team going to New Zealand and not going to New Zealand. Well, we already spoke about well. it. It didn't, didn't happen. So. <laughs> NRL, NRL news on that as well. Yeah, anyway, still going to talk about that <laughs> pandemic stuff. Let's talk about some sport. Uh, I'd like to shout a beer to Harold Varner the third. Uh, I don't know if you boys caught this one. Uh, he had an eagle putt from just a casual 90 foot. Uh, wasn't on the green, so could have three putted uh, and not gotten the snake. Uh, and he sunk it. The uh, old Texas wedge. The old Texas wedge, your favourite. Uh, <laughs> and he drained it. Uh, absolute scenes to win the Saudi Invitational, beating out Bubba Watson. Bubba couldn't believe uh, what had happened. Some people say I look a little bit like Bubba Watson. Um, don't play golf like him, <laughs> for sure. Um, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll take looking like him as a compliment, but uh, definitely doesn't reflect uh, my golfing abilities. <laughs> Mop of the week. Uh, I'm going to give it to the shirt that I'm wearing. Uh, it's just everyone involved. Cricket Australia, it was a really, really messy handling of the Justin Langer mm. situation. That will yeah. get us into our first um, topic of discussion for today. The sacking, well, the not continuing of Justin Langer's uh, tenure as yeah. the coach of the Australian cricket team. Uh, he came in four years ago after Sandpaper Gate was given a, a flaming hot mess, uh, really. Yeah. Um, and we saw how Tim Payne was handled, um, you know, before the Ashes, uh, yep. a lot of hoopla surrounding that. Uh, and the thing is with JL, there's no real indiscretion. Uh, mm. they, they won the T20 World Cup for the first time. They were a wicket away from a five-zip Ashes sweep, and he's gone. Yeah. Sean, I'll pass it to you. What are your thoughts? Um... It's there was a whole bunch of kind of stuff that went into this. Like the, there's been chat. There's been for history. A, there's been a heap of chatter about past about the do the boys get around him enough? Do they mm. like his coaching style? Is he too intense? Uh, some chat that as well, like for Paddy Cummins now, the the captain he wants to bring in his coach essentially, mm-hmm. and you know the boys that are in say the Cummins camp, um, very much on that same kind of track, and we're like, hey, we we potentially might want to change, and then. I guess Cricket Australia kind of shafted him, like you said. They just won the Ashes. They just won T20 mm. and they're like, oh, we'll give you what, what essentially is what, a nine-month contract to get him to the end of the the, the World Cup uh, this year in Australia? Yeah, six, six months is what they yeah. offered him. He said, no, I want a, a proper contract. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like Long I deserve term. a proper contract. Yeah. Yeah. And they said, okay, well, we'll part ways. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're not getting that kind of offer and he was like, oh, fine stuff here as well. Was like, right, Zeld Simpsons, man. Yeah. That's it. After 20 years... <laughs> Thank you and goodbye. I don't recall saying thank you. <laughs> it, mate, the whole thing was a shit show. Uh, yeah, and like you said, it seems like a lot of it comes from the playing group, which is really disappointing, you would think. Mm. Um, obviously, JL, uh, a hard on his sleeve, passionate kind of guy, yeah. uh, a black belt, I believe, in judo, karate, one of the one of the one of the discipline. Fo- one one of the disciplines. Yeah, um, and he's very a, disciplined. Yeah, he's a very disciplined <laughs> man, a very passionate man. And yeah, it seems like he lost the group despite them having a, a bunch of success. Some talk yeah. now that England might try and nab him. Could you imagine that? Uh, he'd have some secrets to, sh- to yeah. share if, <laughs> if that was the case. Um, yeah, Cummins. He he did release a statement during the week. Uh, I think that probably the, the, the key well, point. His interview as well, I think. The interviews were a bit wishy-washy, gaming. A bit nonchalant, co- Coach they? Coach speak, exactly. Yeah. You know, a whole, whole bunch of nothing. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, yeah, the, the big question mark was, was JL too intense? Well, if a bloke's intense and you're winning, uh, I think yeah. that's a good thing. Well, uh, but, yeah, cricket and politics, jeez, <laughs> they aren't two words that ever go together, are they? <laughs> no. And I, I think as well with the guys getting to play with other, coaches like through the IPL a bunch of them were playing with mm. Punter it was like they could see the different style and what they prefer yeah well, a lot of the but chat was that Punter might be getting this, this yeah, job Andrew McDonald Ronald McDonald he's, he's got um, mm-hmm. the team at least for this Sri Lanka series and Pakistan which we'll talk about in a second uh, a, a lot of the talking heads uh, were, were throwing their opinions around Mitch Johnson was did not hold back at all, it looked like Mitch Johnson bowling to the, yeah. the fucking Poms in 20, 2017. <laughs> he he just went straight for Pat Cummins, said, said it was gutless, said he, he hung his coach out to dry. Obviously, Johnson would have played at uh, the very back end of Langer's career and, you know, coming through WA system, uh, pr- probably pretty close with JL. 
Uh, so, yeah, big, big uh, Miss Johnson didn't hold back there. And a bloke that never holds back, Shane Warne, uh, he was he was vocal. And, and, look, I kind of agreed with Warney's sentiments, um, saying that the whole thing was was handled pretty poorly. Yeah. Um, it, it did seem like it lacked a little bit of respect uh, for a man who who really has uh, has not done much wrong, uh, considering the, the mm. baton that was passed on to him and where the team is at the moment. Um, yeah, you can't really fault the, the on-field performances, can you? Yeah, well, besides the, the Indian series... Um, outside of that, like yeah, what yeah. recent, what have you done recently for me? I won you a World Cup and we won the Ashes. And the Ashes, yeah. Like, I, I, <laughs> we, we did go two and eight in uh, T20s against West Indies in Bangladesh last year. But all is, <laughs> but, all is forgiven, all is forgiven, possibly with an understrength side. Yes. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I agree. You know, in the last, in the last six months or, or the last four months, what has the bloke done wrong? Uh, obviously, yeah. uh, performance is uh, is not a key uh, indicator if uh, if you should be the coach of the Australian cricket team. Yeah, it's um, it was a mess. It was a mess. At least his, his old batting partner, his old running mate, uh, Hados. Yeah, he's got a new little pup, uh, and he, he named him Alfie after <laughs> after Alfie Langer. So, uh, going forwards for Jay, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Does he want to have a sabbatical, spend some time with his family? Obviously, a lot of stress being the Australian. Cricket coach, um, you know, travel. Actually, probably 2021, the, the start of the year, is probably the least stressful part of, uh, yeah. of any coach's tenure, given that they didn't really play any cricket uh, for a little while. But, yeah, going into an Ashes and a World Cup, pretty stressful, being away from your family, isolation and the like. Does he go that route or uh, does he just go, yep, Next highest bidder, uh, whether yeah. that, whether or, that's England, whether yeah, exactly, it goes fuck them. I'm going, or, yeah. or, or maybe goes and coaches uh, um, maybe an IPL side or or, or a big a big T20 it's a few new ones side. So. Yeah, that's right. So so yeah, wishing JL all the best uh, and and thanking him for his service to Australian cricket uh, after a pretty rough um, rough ha- uh, you know changing of the guard uh, yeah. after Sandpaper Gate. So you mentioned Ronald McDonald, Andrew McDonald, did play four tests, I believe, for Australia. Uh, a long-time Victorian stalwart, um, big, big redhead. He takes over uh, as like an interim. I don't think they're like they're, he is. He is the coach, but will he be the head coach going forward? Yeah, long term. Time yeah, will tell. So he does have this Australia-Sri Lanka series and uh, the, and the tour to Pakistan. Uh, the, the squad was announced for Pakistan. We've got Pat Cummins, captain. Uh, Ashen Agar, Scotty Boland, he was never getting dropped, was he? Uh, Alex Carey, Cam Green. Marcus Harris retains his spot in the squad. Very interesting, um, given his dropping uh, for, the, for the test in Hobart and a little bit of a lacklustre performance so far. Josh Hazelwood, Travis Head. Josh Inglis gets into the test uh, squad. Good on him. Usman Kawaja off, uh, off his stellar performance. Marnus Labashain, the best bat in the world. Nathan Lyon, uh, Mitch Marsh in there. Michael Nisa, Steve Smith, Mitch Stark, Mitch Swepson, Dave Awarner. Lads, do we go to Pakistan? It will be the first time in 25 years if the tour goes ahead. It's all apparently confirmed, but as I was uh, saying in one of my group chats at the moment, nothing is confirmed in the, in the COVID era. I'll believe no. it when I see it. Yeah, and I think the – I can't remember who pointed it out to us, but someone said there'd been a recent bombing in Pakistan about a month ago. So, again, that – it might be miles away from wherever they're doing this, but that just scares Cricket Australia, of course. Mm. Um, so, I don't know. They, it'd, be, uh, it'd be interesting. I think it'd be funny if they go to Pakistan. Oh, excuse me. If they go to Pakistan but don't go to New Zealand. Well, that, yeah, that, that seems like <laughs> New Zealand's, uh, you know, locked down hard. Jacinda Ardern doesn't want to have anything to do 
uh, with anyone. Uh, they want to keep New Zealand safe of the uh, the deadly spicy flu. Again, I'm not going to go down any tangents. It's a new year. It's new me. It's a new studio. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope for the the Pakistani fans that have been starved of um, of international cricket at home. Uh, for so long, obviously they've had uh, a couple of little tours so far, but nothing would be like Australia going over there. Uh, it is scheduled to yep. kick off fourth of March, so we're under a month away. So fingers crossed, everything goes ahead, and uh, and we see Australia return to Pakistan for the first time in uh, in pretty much our recent memory. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, speaking of that, Sri Lanka series it kicked off last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, five T twenties underway. Uh, I won't. I won't run through that squad. We'll just uh, run through the game yep. uh, and the outs. Actually, Dave Warner uh, mm-hmm. still out with that rib uh, complaint. Mitch Marsh did his hammy uh, in the big bash, and Josh Philippi omitted. It seems he did have COVID uh, for the big bash final, but I think he had, mm. well, he ended up with COVID twice. I think like, during the IPL, um, I think he got it right at the end, and I think he got it at the start too. So. Long COVID, maybe. I don't know. Again, COVID. Let's we'll talk about sports. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're not doctors. <laughs> Australia, Australia, mate. Well, given the week's events, uh, it doesn't seem you have to be a doctor to talk about <laughs> COVID, anyways. Nope. Uh, Australia made nine for one hundred and forty-nine. We actually got off to a really good start. That man, Ben McDermott, is in red-hot form. Yes. Fifty-three yeah. of forty-one, and then uh, outside of uh, thirty from Marcus Stoinis, a bit of a, a lackluster uh, end to mm. our innings. We're kind of looking at one seventy, one eighty. Um, and the, the Sri Lankan uh, bowlers, credit to him, especially a big Benura Fernando, two for 12. He's going to be an absolute cult figure, I think. He's six foot six. He's got the Jimi Hendrix headband and fro going on, <laughs> and he's sending them down like Jimi Hendrix at Woodstock in 1969. Like, just... <laughs> uh, he looks really good, uh, and, and the Sri Lankans are fiery. Their spinners like to give a bit of a send-off. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. they weren't able to match it with the bat. A little bit of uh, drizzle came through Sydney, shocked me. Uh, and we lost an over, yeah. and it was not too much of a contest in the end. Uh, Australia getting home. Uh, Sri Lanka finishing eight for 122. Josh Hazelwood, welcome back, son. Yes. That rested yeah. him well, four for 12. And Zamps. Glad to see him healthy. Three for 18. We have four T20s upcoming, another one in Sydney, then down to the Theatre of Dreams on Tuesday night. Mm. Uh, mm. You've got a baby. We've got we've got <laughs> shit to do. I don't know if any of us will actually Working make it man. down there. We'll see what happens. Uh, and then two in Melbourne. Uh, but but look, Sri Lanka not blown out of the park by any means. Mm. It was a reasonably competitive game. Uh, uh, speaking of a series which is hasn't been super competitive, we jump over to India and uh, three ODIs at Ahmedabad in that. Big new stadium, Nehendra Modi mm-hmm. Stadium. Mm-hmm. India won them all. They won the first one by six wickets. Uh, scheduled West Indies for 176. It was looking like it could have been a lot worse. Uh, the Windies were six for se- 78. Jason Holder, 57, saved them from emba- embarrassment. They did it pretty easy. The Indians, Rohit Sharma, 60 with a bat. Uh, in the second ODI, uh, India won by 44 runs, made 237. SKY uh, with 64. And how about this? We always talk about the depth of India. Mm. Uh, Prasid Krishna, he's not really a household name. He bowls sort of uh, right arm med fast. Four for 12 off nine overs. Thanks for coming. Uh, pretty handy <laughs> effort there. And then uh, it was an absolute walkover for the Indians. In the third ODI, uh, 96 run victory there. Shreyas Iyer, mm. 80 with the bat. Coley, uh, a duck, and has failed to contribute too much so far. Uh, Jason Holder, four for 34 for the Windies, has been their best. Um, they move into some T20 cricket now, I believe. Yes. So, mm. just taking on India, uh, they have a captain yet? Mm-mm. 
What was that? What was our time frame that we we're talking about yeah, with well, them? The te- the test coming up. Can you see in what two weeks? It's not, it's not. It mustn't be far off. It must be about two weeks away. They've got these uh, three T twenties, um, and I don't think they've they've named a captain. So, be it's, it's all still up in the air. It seems. Um, so who who captained the one day? Was it Sharma? Sharma. Yeah. So Sharma's got both um, the the white ball teams. Do they unify? Mm. You know, we spoke about this last time, and it was. What, three weeks ago, our last podcast, yep. um, and and no no results. So yeah, I actually, I really thought we would have a uh, have a result by now. Yeah. Um, if anyone wants to get us in the comments, uh, we are live streaming at present. Uh, who who you think going forward? Uh, we we discussed Kale Rahul. Uh, we discussed maybe them following our suit and going for a bowler and just bit Brumra. We discussed Rishabh Pant. Is he too young? Um, who who mm. knows? Who really knows? They're keeping yeah. it close to the chest at this point. Aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing coming out. So yeah. Yeah, very little to no news reports about that, any sort of speculation. See, I, I would have thought two and a bit weeks out from a test match, you'd need to have a captain named. That, yeah. that would be my personal thinking. But, uh, yeah, who knows? <laughs> Surprise. Surprises, boys. Yeah. But then again, well, the, good. I guess the team's still on well, they're not on tour. They're playing. They're back in India playing games, but sure, yeah, they're yeah. still playing matches. Whether they want to find a nice point where they squad kind of breaks and rests for a week, and then that's where they announce it. But I've, I don't think they've got much time left. We've gone straight into the IPL auction. Well, in a and, days. We, and we did well. speak about this last time. We said it has to happen <laughs> before the IPL auction. Surely you won't want that news story breaking on the IPL auction weekend. Mm. Seems like. They've kept their cards close to their chest. They'll go IPL auction and then maybe Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, we, maybe you next know, week sometime. Yeah, I think, you know, you can't have too much news in one day. Apparently not. It's a nice spread, a nice even spread. Yeah. You know, you want a little bit of salami, a little bit of olives, some cheese, <laughs> some, some dips, a so nice spread. The Italian a nice yeah. spread, yes. Like, <laughs> I know I've been saying the last couple of weeks that they've probably already tapped someone on the shoulder, but mm. considering that they haven't had announced anything yet, do you think they're still... Waiting to make that decision? Are they still looking up uh, for him uh, in the ODIs? Or? And, that, and that's a great point. I think they. I think the captain knows he's going to be captain. Mm. Uh, I just think we, the public, the the tragics, the nuffies, uh, are yet to find out. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I suspect after this IPL auction uh, Monday, Tuesday, check uh, check your Twitter feeds, uh, check uh, your social <laughs> media, uh, just. You know, wake up and breathe. You'd, you'd probably find out who's captaining in well, India. Which is, if, if they yeah. know, though, that's surprising they've managed to keep that secret uh, oh. for, for that long. Mate, loose lips It'd be sink like ships. They don't want any <laughs> shit going on like's going on with Cricket Australia yeah. at the moment where just everybody, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know. Although you'd, the you'd, circus around Coley, it does, uh, it does seem very uh, reminiscent of, of Langer true. and Payne. Uh, You'd think if they knew, it'd probably be, probably be like at most – Three to five people in the world who know. That's right. Very <laughs> so close. everyone's the circle of trust. Yeah. The circle of trust, Fokker. <laughs> yeah, but here's the circle. Here's you, Fokker. Yeah, but as if you Look weren't the parents you, uh, reference there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, know. Um, I thought it deserved a laugh at least. Yeah, I was laughing. <laughs> if they picked someone though, you would have thought that that person probably tells their parents. And then, oh. then, then brag, and then brags, and then gets out, <laughs> and then, it's, then no. it spreads. Like, yeah. if you're, it's, if this you're is the captain Indian, in India, people no. know. This is the Indian cricket team. If if he's going around telling people he's yeah. captain, he's not going to be captain. That's right. Stitches <laughs> get stitches. Maybe that's what they've done. They've and told, in India, they probably get worse. Yeah, they've probably told three people you're captain, and they're waiting for who leaks it. That's it. Yeah, exactly. You're out. The circle of trust, Walker. Yeah. All right, IPL auction is underway uh, in what have we got? Five hours. Um, 
kicks hours? off. Kicks, yeah, yeah, four hours, quick mass. Um, we will be speaking with the Delhi Capitals later this evening. I think that's just you and me. You've got dad stuff to do, I believe. Um, but we will um, be, yeah, yeah, reunited with with our our DC Cats. Go, go, yeah. Cats. <laughs> um, obviously, no Steve Smith there this year, but uh, we'll talk about them in just a second. Um, let's talk about the two new teams first. So we've got a ten team comp. The IPL has tried this in the past, uh, and those teams uh, folded. They went. They, Bankrupt, essentially. Uh, but the two new teams, we've got Lucknow Super Giants and the Gujarat Titans. They'll be based out of Ahmedabad. Just double-check that is the name that they're running with, the Gujarat Titans. I think that may have only been announced today uh, as the, the side from Ahmedabad. Uh, let's start with Lucknow. Uh, super Giants. We're talking about how everything has got to be, you know, super. We've got Super Kings and we've got <laughs> Super, super, this super, super. And, and this and that. Yeah. It's a very Indian thing, isn't it, to, to have a, a Super Giants or a, a double barreled uh, team name. So, so welcome, anyways, to luck now. KL Rahul, yeah. skipper, uh, marquee signing. Uh, he will be the joint highest played player in the league uh, the, at uh, $2.3 million US. Big Puppy Stoin. Big Puppy. Uh, I was talking about it with Sarah because him and Cummins were batting together last night for one ball, and I, I said, I said to my wife, I said, check, check it out, the two hottest men in world cricket are batting together, <laughs> and then, and, and then uh, a big, uh, big Paddy Cummins got out the next ball. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so he'll be there, and Ravi Bishnoi the leggy. So that's the three uh, that the Super Giants have. Uh, and then Gujarat, is that, the t- is that the name that they're going with, the Gujarat yep. Titans? They're going Con- with the Titans. Confirmed, the Titans. It's on the webpage. Remember the Titans. Hoo, ha, we're here. Hoo, ha, feel good. Hardik Panya, we'll, we'll skip on them. He's uh, gone for two mil US, Shubman Gill and Rashid Khan. Pretty good signings there. All right, let's talk about the Super Kings, defending champs. How's, how's this for four names? Ravi Jadeja, MS Dhoni, Moen Ali and an up-and-coming superstar, Rudraj Gaikwad. Uh, the defending champs retain three strong locals and Moeen Ali, uh, a pretty handy all-rounder himself. Oh, yeah. Do we see them maybe as the favourites going forward? Hard, hard, well, how do you tell before there's any players, but that's a pretty handy four to have, isn't it? Yeah. I've, again, I, I don't think it matters at this point. No. no. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, it's, and we talked about it last year, so the great thing about the IPL is, you uh, depending how your auction goes, any team can win. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And even after the auction, the lists are all still elite across the board. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. again, any team can win. They just need to put it together and make a run. And after sort of well, stum- stumbling through a COVID-affected and uh, simultaneously um, competing against the Ashes Big Bash, uh, I'm pretty keen yeah. to see, you know, some world-class T20 cricket. Uh, yeah, that's right. It, yeah. Oh, we spoke about it. The last few episodes, the Big Bash was somewhat of a disappointment this summer. So uh, there's a lot of other sport going on. Well, <laughs> there was the Ashes. <laughs> yeah, that, well, and again, it's you know chicken or egg. Uh, whose yeah, fault yeah. was it that the Big Bash was a little yeah. bit lacklustre yes. uh, when you schedule matches? Cricket straight. Channel Seven. Well done. <laughs> yeah, Channel Seven. You too. Uh, we'll get to the Winter Olympics soon, but some of the coverage has been shocking. <laughs> Delhi Caps, our Delhi Caps, pretty strong four here. Three Indians and a South African. Uh, Rishabh Pant, he'll, he'll skipper. Uh, Akshar Patel, Prithvi Shaw, and Anrik Nautikia. Um, a bit of a mouthful of um, those last two pl- players there. Thanks very much for that, Delhi Capitals. That'll be fun tonight to say. Um, no Steve Smith. He w- was hardly making the side towards the end uh, last year. Barely got, barely got picked last year. Yeah. Um, so, even through the auction, though. So, yeah, obviously a big Steve Smith fan myself um, as Australians. Big Steve Smith um, fanboys. So it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see who the Caps pick up that we can get around as mm-hmm. our uh, now now. 
defaulted side, essentially. <laughs> who, who were the... I'll be, I'll be speaking about it uh, with them this evening. We need some merch. Yeah. Yes. We need some merch. Um, who, who are the big uh, Australian names in the auction? In the, in the auction. So so no Australian. We'll get through it in a sec. We're okay. only halfway through. I but, know. I've, just, I've, but I've had the thought and I didn't want to forget it. Well, literally every Australian... Every, no, no, sorry. Uh, Ma- Maxi got retained. Uh, mm-hmm. my, my apologies. Uh, but outside of Glenn Maxwell, everyone is up for grabs. Um, so we're talking yeah. Dave Warner. We're talking Steve Smith. But uh, they're, they're all going over there. And, they're oh, all sorry, going to be available. And Stoinis that we just spoke about. Yes. So, so two, two Australians. Fuck. Need to get this shit together before tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so two Australians are there: Big Stoin, Big Maxi. Yeah. Uh, so the likes of Pat Cummins has no team. The likes of Dave Warner we mentioned has no team. Yeah. Uh, the likes of Mitch Marsh has no team. Uh, yeah. We saw big money going for uh, Riley Meredith and Joy Richardson last year. Uh, will they uh, go for for big coin? Yeah. Uh, who else off, off, Wade, the, off the top of the head? Yeah. Oh, Hazelwood is massive. Yeah. Probably a little bit of a drop. Down towards Matthew Wade. Does Ben McDermott yeah. get picked up after but, well, after his huge, huge BBL? Last last year though, they went uh, heavy for the international bowling, like fast bowlers. Yeah, yeah. Didn't really go after a couple spinners, but and not really that many bats. It was the the bowling stocks, the international fast bowlers, is what they went after. Yeah, hard. great, great point there. Uh, you can only have four overseas players, uh, mm. and mm. India. We've we've actually seen. You know, the last few years, ha- having a really good bowling, ad- yeah. you know, uh, depth with uh, with the likes of um, of Bumrah and Siraj and Shami, but that's where they they went last year. They wanted qu- quicks Please. in particular, um, foreign quicks. So is that where the money goes? Uh, do, do I think I think uh, Mitch Marsh might be a bit of a smoky for a dude that he can bowl some pace. He's not he's not the fastest, but he bo- he bowls well, decent he, wheels. He so. was the best Australian T Twenty cricketer of last year. Exactly, he, and he's he nearly won the bat. Alan Border Medal without <laughs> playing Test cricket. Yeah, and he can <laughs> so, bat, so, so he can bat and bowl. Yeah, like, I he's think coming. He, he's coming off a hammy, but it's two months away. He'll, his yeah. hammy will be fine. You'd imagine. Yeah, I think he'll good, get good good good, good shout there. I think the Bison might be in for a bit of a paycheck. Uh, let's wrap up the other uh, retainees. Kolkata went with Dre Russ, Varun Chakravarthy, Ventakesh Iyer, and Sunil Nareen. Mumbai Indians, this is pretty handy for. Mumbai always strong. Rohit Sharma, Jasprit Bumrah, uh, SKY, and Kyron Pollard. That That's a strong four right there. What about Punjab Kings? Uh, <laughs> your former former, former team. team, obviously yeah. we're all Delhi Capitals fans now. Obviously, yeah. Uh, but Mayank Agarwal and Ashdeep Singh, the only ones to re- be retained, two players, mm. the least out of any franchise, absolutely cleaning out house, which, yep. which means they're going to have heaps of cash to blow yeah, in this auction. So see, let's wait and see. But yep. I imagine Punjab go hard early, trying yep. to get some uh, yeah. some good overseas talent. They've got most cash to spend out of all the teams yeah, this year by, by a long way. Yeah. Rajasthan, uh, they got uh, kept their captain Sanju Samson with Joss Butler and Yashavasi Jaiswal. Uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore, they only kept three, but it's a strong three. Coley, Maxwell, Mohammed Siraj, pretty fucking handy right there. Mm-hmm. And then big news out of Sunrise's Hyderabad. We already knew it last year, but Dave Warner will not be returning uh, to the franchise that he's been at for a few years. Kane Williamson. Uh, has been retained and will captain, and they they didn't spend too much uh, keeping Abdul Samad and Umran Malik. So I think mm. after Punjab, I think uh, Sunrisers Hyderabad have um, have the queen. most uh, cash to to blow. Yes, um, again correct. we will be talking to the Delhi Capitals later. That is about seven thirty Australian Eastern. Uh, it's about three o'clock uh, Indian Standard. Mm. Should be good fun. 
Speaking of India, they won the they won the under nineteen <laughs> World Cup. So mm-hmm. uh, things things just keep going up. Everything's coming up. India, uh, to quote the Simpsons, uh, Millhouse being India, blue hair, blue team. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they did they did beat England by uh, four wickets and absolutely smoked us in the semi. We finished yeah. third, uh, and we did mention Afghanistan making the semi finals. Really uh, positive stuff to see there. It's their fifth under nineteen title, the most. Uh, boys, are we looking at more Indian dominance to come in, in, in the years? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Next question. Short answer, yes. <laughs> Next question. Yeah. We're, we spoke about how how England just got absolutely dominated down here. In, in the women's ashes, they didn't win a game either. So that meant uh, yeah, right. between the men and the women, uh, I think it was like 14 to zip uh, in terms of... Yep. Um, yeah. One, one draw, I think, is what they ended up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fourteen zip and and a draw. Uh, that that does take into account the other tour games, uh, England, A, Australia, A, and the same in the ladies. Uh, India obviously beat us the last time uh, that they were down here, uh, and we see them constantly be competitive away from home. It's uh, it's looking pretty dire, I think, for everyone else uh, that has to go to India at the moment. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I think England they need to go away and sort their the, probably their backyard out first to, mm. um, to get some more young talent through. I think India, like we said, has plenty, and Australia probably will maintain their top eleven, and they'll have eleven. <laughs> That's it. Like, the the, well, <laughs> and we we saw it last year when we were playing those T Twenty games in in Bangladesh and West Indies and losing four one getting pumped, you know, yeah. with probably our six or seven best out, and we're just going, oh geez, you know. How are we going to go going into this World Cup? We're not expecting anything. Yada yada yada. Yeah, put this, put that but, you, you, but then you put the best eleven out there, and we're we're strong. We're yeah. strong as fuck, boy. We're strong as fuck <laughs> to the point we won the World Cup. So exactly, yes. exactly. But that depth, that depth. Yeah. We, we, we talk about it. India can play their second best team and be competitive. Yeah, they can play a third mm. best team and and polish the, the bottom. You know, the, the riffraff. Yeah. Uh, so, so it is. It's looking scary, and a lot of that is the IPL developing these these kids. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they're playing at such a high level that it was a good rule for them to bring in that they had to play seven Indians in um, in each game. Um, and we've just seen uh, constant development um, of of Indian cricket uh, as fans of Australian cricket <laughs> and have to go up <laughs> against them. It's, it is pretty scary moving forward. But um, definitely. Yeah. Definitely in for a long, hard road, I think, going forward. Uh, potentially that's because of, uh, for us, um, uh, kind of maintaining our level of, well, Shield Cricket's kind of starting to work its way back in. Shield Cricket's currently going. So Yeah, yes and no. I, I remember I remember going, like, actually yeah. wanting yeah. to go to Sheffield Shield. Maybe this is just how much of a nuffy I was as a, as a kid. <laughs> but I remember like, living in Canberra, we didn't have any Shield access. So whenever I was up in holidays in Sydney and Adelaide mostly in in uh, in, in my Christmas breaks or summer holidays, I'd love to just go watch New South Wales or South Australia play. Yeah. I don't think there's too many kids that you meet these days that say, oh, you know, I want to go down to Hunt Road and watch Will Pukowski play for Victoria. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it just doesn't have yeah. that allure. And a lot of that is T20 cricket, you know, a lot of that. Um, is is the effect of the game changing? Uh, but yeah, the, the shield the shield is back. Uh, sh- oh, we should fucking mention it. Uh, what have we got? We've got Victoria taking on South Australia, Australia currently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Vix two so thirty seven. Because I was going to ask about this. Because I think Pukowski is playing. I think he got out. Yeah. Uh, Chase well, out. Yeah. Sorry. 
When was that Pakistan test meant to start? Is that a couple of weeks away? Yeah, 4th March. So, Pukoski not in that squad. Yeah, well, but there's guys playing, of course, today that are in that squad. So, they haven't, haven't planned to leave yet because um, Alex Carrier was in that squad and I'm pretty sure he's keeping here. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Carey, Carey in action. Travis Head mm. should be in action, I believe. Mm. Um, what are we? February 12th, March 4th? I guess it's three weeks away. Uh, yeah, um, you'd want to be on a plane in at least 10 days. Yeah. There's those two men right there, mm. Carey and Head. Um, how good's that? Playing for South Australia, just won the Ashes, both played pivotal roles in, in that series. Um, so Shield Cricket is back. Got a Maybe. little... There's another game going on as well, isn't there? New South Wales playing. Yeah, I think they've hit 300 as well, so they must have done all right. So in the first innings there, Pukowski made 54, so good to see him mm. back um, getting getting his bat on the leather. Um, you know, yeah. we, we've spoken at length as to how much cricket he's missed. Uh, poor fella just keeps getting hit in that noggin, so good to see him out there. Making runs, being positive. Someone who didn't make runs uh, and hasn't been positive, Marcus yeah. Harris. Yes. Marcus Harris. Did he? Well, he no, he hit d- yeah. double hun- tons like a, a week or two ago. And he's like first game back. Yeah, this ton. is the first weekend back, dude. No, oh, in was something it for, was it for a great was it, it for a great great, great yeah. team maybe which probably makes sense. Yep. He should be pumping those blokes. Yeah, I, I think you're right. <laughs> you'd hope, say, you'd did, hope so. No, I did say that that was in his return to grade cricket. But this is these are the first two Shields. Shield games back. Mm. So, uh, yeah, whether whether the selectors pay attention to that, look, two hundred runs, two hundred more runs than any of us would score in yep. in first grade cricket. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> you, you kind of you know if you're in uh, team Harris, if you're in camp Marcus Harris. Probably want to see him make a few uh, shield runs. Uh, he may not get another opportunity before that plane leaves. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, yeah. What is the other game? It's New South Wales and Queensland. Yeah. Am I not mistaken? I'll check that. Uh, yeah, New South Wales, Queensland down there. Jeez, it's done, yeah. is it? It's done. Yep. It's done. So uh, the the Blues pump pump the balls. Is that what I said? Yes. All over here. No, they, they didn't pump any, no, anyone. Two wickets. Two wickets. And an uh, absolute really? bo- bowler's paradise in that game. Yeah. Anyways, Shield Cricket's back. <laughs> Keep an eye on it. Uh, before you get to the NFL, uh, Trent Naden, your good mate. Yes. Uh, don't know. A little $8 there. Eight. Wants to see a live skull. Do you want to finish that off for him? Yeah, it'll have to be a whole beer. Uh, $8. Yes, I'll do that. For, uh, for $8. For standing here, this is good quality uh, live well, podcasting. What, when you pull that out, uh, we're going to go into the NFL now. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl. We will, yep. Uh, can, you, can you donate straight to our YouTube? Is that how yes. that works? Yes. I did not know that. <laughs> Neither did I. Might start making donations under other, other people's <laughs> names. <laughs> Just drum up some traffic. Yeah, that's Thank right. Thank you, Trent. Here's a skull for you. Here's, uh, here's for what I'll do for $8. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, boys. New studio. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Let's look. It's for the $8. It's for the new studio. New Congratulations. Yeah. It's for Cheers. The new, the new child. Yes. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. The new year of the Esky. Can't be, can't be doing too many of these per podcast. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> yeah. we can't. Honestly, Don't want to train I do it. this, I need you guys to pay the team for like 15 seconds. So let's, <laughs> let's not go too... That's right. Let's might not go straight to Bedlam, all right? Might be able to handle 15 seconds. Yeah. Anything yeah. longer than that. Not Max, sure. Max, who's playing in the Super Bowl? Yep, so we've got Cincinnati Bengals and the LA Rams playing the Super Bowl this, mm-hmm. this coming week. Mm-hmm. How'd they um, get there? How do they get there? Who'd uh, they go through? They won a lot of games. Good <laughs> 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 chat, boys. They beat the, they Bengals beat the Chiefs. Chiefs. Bengals beat the Chiefs, yeah, huge. And Rams beat the 49ers, uh, obviously, 
big divisional rivals mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've spoken at length, yeah. length at my disdain of the 49ers <laughs> as a Green Bay Packers <laughs> fan. They always just they just do nothing and then yeah. the bloody playoffs. They just, the playoffs just, they just beat the Packers. They, yeah, <laughs> it's nothing, it's nothing. That's it. Yeah. They, they've got one game to, that they need to win during the year and that's it during the playoffs. Well, and, and they'd win multiple. Every playoffs, they, you know, yeah. they go in and they're 10 and 6 or 9 and 7 or whatever Works yeah. out with the yeah. stupid seventeen game season. They're just like, where are the Packers? How do we get to them? I oh, we've done a job. Let's go. So I'm when, glad. I'm glad the Rams beat the 49ers. Yeah. You do have to commend them though. Like the last couple of seasons during the regular season, decimated by injuries. Yeah, which I guess means that all of their players are healthy for playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> it's tactical injuries. Is that what you're going with? Yeah. Well, they lost their their top three running backs in the first two weeks of the season, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and still managed. Well, they found Elijah Mitchell as well, yeah, which, like, which helps. Who so, had him yeah. on the on the and, draft and, board? Uh, Debo Samuel. <laughs> and Debo Samuel, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Their best wide receiver goes, hey, I can be uh, an elite running back. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Where you need me, coach. <laughs> the Rams got, got over. And the Bengals, how about that win against the Chiefs? Down mm-hmm. 21-3, were they not? Yep. 21-3. Uh, it's usually the Chiefs do the opposite of this. They yeah, start yeah. really slow and Big then they, they hunt the teams down. Yeah, at halftime, you're just thinking, oh, well, you know, congrats, Patty Mahomes and co. You go into the Super Bowl, pr- probably deserve to be there, I guess, based mm. on talent. But they had, yeah, a bit of a bit of a choky la-la yes. at Arrowhead. And the yeah. Bengals, after not winning a playoff game for nearly 30 years, go bang, 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 let's go to the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. On a run, on a heater. So that's, that's probably the impressive thing. So they come into uh, what ends up being home turf advantage for the Rams, though they're their away team in the Super Bowl. How's that work? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, it alternates between AFC and NFC, so, mm. and so they're the, the away team for this year. Still yeah. makes more sense than most COVID rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what, what do you boys think about these two squads going head-to-head? Where do you think this kind of ends up? It's, it's hard. It's hard. We'll start, well, let's start with the matchups. Uh, mm. the, 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 there's two big, big um, matchups here, I think, and they're the matchups that, you know, any idiot could uh, kind of lay out the offense and defense of both <laughs> of both sides going up against each other. Let's start with the Bengals' offense going up against the Rams' defense. This Bengals' offensive line has been notoriously bad throughout Very throughout the year. They passed on Penny Sewell in the draft. Kind of worked out all right, I guess. Jamar Chase winning Rookie of the Year, uh, but can they stop the likes of Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, Von Miller, and Co? And the Rams' secondary, you know, you talk about coverage sacks, they've got an elite secondary too. Yeah. Mm. Every week we go in and we think, oh, you know, this, this Bengals, this Bengals offense, they're, they're pretty high-powered, expect to see a lot of points, yada, yada, yada. But against this Rams' defense, can we see, can we see Joey Burr going out there and doing his thing? Thoughts? It'll be hard. <laughs> Yep. Or, I'm not gonna lie, it's gonna be hard. Yeah, very yeah, hard. Yeah. I, I think you mentioned the matchups, like the two best defenders uh, through the playoffs being Aaron Donald and Von Miller, um, going up against your offensive line that has been leaky. Yeah, turnstile essentially. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, Burrow out there running for his life, still getting shit done. I, I think offensively, the teams are kind of comparable. Um, yep. They both have similar kind of weapons. Offensive line, very different. I think Whitworth mm. kind of adds a little dimension to, and I believe he's playing. Um, he struggled with injuries um, over the last couple of games. He's playing 40. Three. Yeah, he, of course. <laughs> what, about, what about the head on Whitworth compared yeah. to the head of Tom Brady? Yeah. 
Uh, Walter Payton, Man of the Year as well. So shout yeah, out shout to him out. for that. Doing, um, doing good stuff in the community. Yes. So Playing against his old team of 10 years, 11 yeah. years, I think he was there. Maybe yeah. longer. So I have – my big concern is probably more on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. Because we know the Rams have talent everywhere. Yep, yep. Whereas so the, your concern is with – Bengals. The Bengals defense. Defense. Yes. I agree. I agree. Let's let's talk yeah, about that. But their secondary has been really really good. good. Jesse Bates, Von yes. Bell. This. Who's who's their safety that's coming on? He's going in the free agents. Is it Herbert or something like that? The, one of their uh, one of their safeties is don't be doing excellent for them. Um, but ba- again, Bates Bell. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. Nope. Uh, I'll bring that up. Doesn't matter. Their secondary, though, has been pretty good. <laughs> Classic Sean story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know that guy in that movie? He's a, he's a guy. Now, here's a guy. Uh, Eli Apple, though, he's, it, yeah. been, he's been good, but he's not like you. He's yeah, not a Jalen Ramsey. No, well, but so, no one's Jalen Ramsey. True. But, but, <laughs> but he has in like an elite top 10 kind of cornerback. He's, he's a pretty good, really serviceable quarterback, but he's mm. not a guy that you're going to be really scared of. You will take chances and go after him. And. I don't know. Their, their front seven just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, it's sort of Hendricks. Yeah, Hendricks been really, been for them. Uh, he's been a really good pickup uh, coming off, uh, yeah, over from the Saints. Saints. But yeah. yeah, the rest of that front seven, you, you think of the old Bengals front seven, you know, when they had perfect. That that was like a mean, you know, with Geno Atkins in the middle, a mean front seven, probably yeah. the, their strong suit. Yeah, and but now, they didn't cover anyone. So <laughs> and now it's kind of the opposite, isn't yeah. it? That front seven is, yeah, it's kind of getting carried by, by a pretty reasonable secondary. Yeah. So my problem being is like if if you do this the simple uh, matchup math you've yep. got the you know the Rams should be able to score points on the Bengals um, the Bengals will be able to score points but probably won't have as many opportunities because of that defense mm-hmm. so they're gonna have to yeah. chase a lot so you know to me I don't think it's a huge blowout like a forty two fifteen so no that makes no sense sixteen fifteen I'm going for the t- extra t- yeah. Yeah. yeah you know like a mid <laughs> like a teen score where missed they an, missed an extra point yeah. and two field goals but like yeah. a thirty point lead essentially uh, by the end of it. I don't think you're going to get that kind of game but um you know a thirty four to twenty one kind of score line I can see that happening my I think Rams home as well. Though it's not a home game, it is a home game. Um, probably adds just just enough to them. I've, I think the Rams will get this. Interesting, but I think the Bengals probably play you know Chiefs again next year in the championship game and may play in another another Super Bowl. They just need to add offensive line and defensive talent. They've they've they're all, there. All their weapons are so young. Exactly. Burrow second year. Yeah, Chase it's not like you're going to blow year. that team up. It's not going to be only what fourth year. Um, yeah, the, the the Bengals. You'd imagine if they can keep that core together, will be good for a long time. Whereas you feel like the Rams, this is their chance. You know, they went all all chips in. Oh, they're all, all in, all in, all in. Uh, you know, they've got some older older dudes. You know, Von Miller's not getting any younger. Matt Stafford's not getting any younger. Yeah, well, Von's only on a essentially a loan deal. He's yeah. on the one year, and he's free even Aaron Donald as a, as a leader as he is. You know, he's he's no spring chicken. Yeah. Uh, so you think the Rams? It's, it's kind of do or die now. Uh, I, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. You'd, you'd think that the Rams have have the advantage when you do the matchups. What about who are we rooting for here, boys? Who do we want to win? Have you got a, a horse in the race, or do you just want to see a, a good game of football? Uh, probably the lot is the answer to that question. Because <laughs> yeah. like, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Vaughn win another one. Yeah, um, big Broncos fan here. Yes, yeah, so Stafford getting getting his first Stafford. as well. Yeah, yeah. in there. But after then after all those years in Detroit. 
But you can't hate the Bengals as well. They're not. They're not like the and Patriots at all. Like, well, and that's what makes this so Super Bowl it's, it's so fun because there's been a team that's you know pretty unanimously hated in a <laughs> lot of a lot of the Super Bowl. You, you talk about yeah. the Patriots outside of you know the northeast of the United States, pretty well hated um, throughout the the Brady Belichick era. Then the Chiefs, uh, you know, more recently, pr- pretty well hated. Yeah. You know, there's. And, and neither of them massive franchises, you know. Like, Dallas is always hated by anyone that's not a Dallas fan. You know, I just spoke about yeah. my disdain of the 49ers. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, the, the, Ram, the Rams... Neither of these teams are really... The Rams are know, what? They're, they're, it's like they're both good blokes, you know. Yeah. The Rams yeah. are third year in LA now? Uh, third, no, fourth year back in... Fourth, yeah, maybe? maybe? Yeah. Around that, so the... No, there's, there's, a, there's a, a young there. God, God forgot that, uh, that the Rams <laughs> moved, to, moved to St. Louis. I got, I got you bring... Homer, he said, does Los Angeles still have a set team? He said, no, they, they moved to St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it even it escaped God's memory. <laughs> yeah. Um, having said that, Simpsons reference, they did have the Bengals beating the Rams 34-31... Uh, in one episode that I think played out a Super Bowl. So You're joking? No, I'm not. The Rams and the Bengals. <laughs> yes. So they predicted. They predicted Trump. They predicted a bunch of shit. So whether that's a Super Bowl prediction or not, uh, we they had the Rams will... and the Bengals. Yeah. You're joking. Yeah. Uh, that's been floating around on the the socials this yeah, week. Yeah. The, the older I get, the more that I don't discredit the simulation theory. It's like it's all been done yeah. before. You know, like this yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like code, simulate, uh, shit yeah. podcast. Yeah. And it's here. It's here. We're living it out in real time. Uh, uh, let's let's ra- wrap it up and summarise. Mm. So I'm leaning more towards Rams and yep. I think probably by a two-touchdown lead is what I'm really thinking. Really? Let, so you got Rams minus line? Uh, yeah. And the, the line won't be two touchdowns. No, no. Much. Um, so, and probably overs? Like a 34 to 21 or 34, 31. 31, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, like a, the two-touch and lean in, in there. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. What about you, lads? I'm going to go the Bengals. Bengals, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm just going to go. Yeah. They, they just keep going. Cincinnati gets absolutely destroyed on, <laughs> on Sunday <laughs> night. Uh, I think the momentum – look, it's hard. It's hard. Hard to justify mm-hmm. why. You know, as as we've just been through, you'd mm. say that the Rams have got the advantage on both sides of the ball, but it's mm. a game of football. It's a game of football. Anyone can win it. Um, you know, Joey Burrow coming off the a- ACL, being the comeback player of the year. You know, we spoke about them passing on Penny Saul to get his best mate. You know, like absolute yeah. mates. Yep. Uh, yeah, I worked out for him. Yeah, the, I'm going to the Bengals. Look, no real confidence. Just I, I kind of like the story a touch more than the, than the Rams. But like we like we spoke about, there's no villains in this one. There's no Batman's and Jokers. There's no Lex no. Luthers and Supermans. No, I don't know. Um, that's coming no. from a guy who, with very limited knowledge in that kind of comic <laughs> world. Um, so, yeah, you'd be you'd be uh, happy that I managed to get those two references. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, I'll, I'll go the Bengals. Not really on any kind of intellectual level. No. Just on just on a, f- a gut feeling. Yeah. Yep. Bengals, yep. Bengals by one, by one, by one. Yeah, hey, miss, well, miss, miss extra point. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the other ones have been by side by field goals. So. Yeah, yeah, and, and and that's what I'm hoping for. As a neutral, I don't have a, I don't have a dog in this yeah, fight. McPherson, like he's he's. Unlike Michael Vick? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't have a dog in the fight. I'm, I'm going to go to the Bengals. I just want to see a good game. Yeah. Max, who are you picking? Um, yeah, this is a hard one. 
Um, again, more so from the point of view of the storylines. Like you'd like yeah. to see um, Stafford get his first. You'd like to see Vaughn get another one. Um, OBJ. We haven't even OBJ, really mentioned yep. OBJ. You know, resurgence after everyone yeah. saying he's trash, he's washed up, this and that. Uh, how, how many games did he play for him? Eight. For, the, for the Rams? It was a yeah. Same yeah. mid-season. mid-season. I think he's had yeah. eight touchdowns or something yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, he's just been an absolute weapon in the red zone. Yeah. It's vintage OBJ. Like, that's that's a cool story. Uh, we talk about Eric Weddle, you know, being in retirement yeah. for, for a few years and, and coming out. We haven't even mentioned the fucking <laughs> offensive player of the year, Cooper Cup. Yeah. You know, who, who had him as a top 20 receiver going into the end? No fantasy draft boards did. Nope. Nope. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Cam Akers, you know, like we talk about all these likable <laughs> yeah. stories in the Bengals. What about all these yeah. likable stories for the Rams? Cam Akers, he, he ruptured his Achilles in yeah. the preseason and he's coming back and he's looking faster and shiftier than ever. Oh, yeah, he's, pre-season, he's yeah. got definitely a lot of health in his legs. So, Monks? Maybe I changed my tip. No, 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 just for the sake yeah. of being interesting yeah, yeah, because yeah. I feel like I know where you're going to go. Where are you going? I'll, I'll go to the Bengals. Um, I'd like to see the Rams come up, but. Lunar New Year, Year of Tiger, gone Bengals. The lone one on the end of the table. All right. All right. All right. I, I like it. I like it. Year of the Tiger. Year of the yeah. Tiger. The Tiger King, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Max. Free yeah. the Tiger King. Yeah. Joe <laughs> Exotic. Joe Exotic. Max, uh, what are the odds? What are the, yeah. what so are the, the odds don't reflect the Chinese no, uh, calendar. No, it has, has not. So Peps and I have gone against common sense. Uh, Bengals are. I've been doing it my whole life. <laughs> Do a podcast, I said. <laughs> oh, we just got $8. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Mm. That'll go a long way in today's economy. <laughs> Housing, we're not living in Detroit. <laughs> Housing prices going strong here. Apologies uh, to any of our listeners in Detroit. I'm going to go on a strong whim that we don't have any yeah. in Detroit at present. Uh, um, yeah, Bengals are underdogs, $2.64. The Rams are favorites, $1.49. We have a line of four and uh, total match points over unders is 48 and a half. I think we'll go 50. So. Yeah, I like the overs there. Yeah. Mm. Um, I don't think there's any reason why not. As, as a resident's unique better on the table, Rickon has asked, uh, <laughs> what prop bets or any unique bets are you going to put on in the Super Bowl? Give me, give me the screen. Give me the screen. I like overs. I like the overs. I think 48. Um, you know, even this is coming a few episodes after saying never bet on the fucking overs. <laughs> but, but, but weather's, weather's not going to be an option. Okay. No. So, no. so that's something that we're always thinking about. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and it fucks us always. Like, yeah, well, excuse, excuse my French, but, you know, you, you go to Buffalo and it's, oh, it, the, the, it's snow and it's minus, you know, 10 in, in real terminology. Yeah. Um, and and you go pump the pump the unders pump the unders it's going to be unders and then Josh Allen goes out and they score forty seven points like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah so, so weather <laughs> it clears up and then the wind stops and you're just like ah oh. so we- so weather's not an, weather's not an issue here nope. the, the issue for betting the overs like we spoke about is this this Rams defense this Rams defense could go out and hold this red hot Bengals offense to ten points seventeen points that's not unreasonable no. that is not out of the realm of possibility yeah. having said that. I feel I feel like forty eight's a reasonable reasonable. I think line. so as well. Can yeah. you get can you get uh, what's the overs on uh, passing yards for both quarterbacks? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I really quite like that. Anything around sort of what two, about two fifty two sixty? I'd take. Yeah, and then I was thinking maybe receiving yards for Cooper and Chase, depending what they what it looks like, and oh, the with Coop- and yards for Acres is probably my other. Oh uh, yeah, yep. 
I like I like that. We've spoke about Cincinnati's front seven maybe not being super, super yeah, strong. So if it's do, reasonable. Do they try and pump the rock, you know, a yeah. little bit? We've seen the Rams. Especially if they get a lead as we're thinking. We're thinking they're probably going to lead a lot of this game and the Bengals will chase. Mate, it's just whether they can catch and Two boys win. just got on the Tiger King here. We're, <laughs> we're, going, we're going so exotic straight out of the, out of the gates. Um, but, yeah, and I am a punting enthusiast, let, yeah. let's put it lightly. Uh, but I haven't really, I haven't really got my bets all lined up just yet. But yeah, it, it, off the top of the dome, overs on the game and overs passing yards. Mm-hmm. What I have, what have we got? Two seventies. Yeah. Yep. No, uh, two eighty. So Joe Burrow's just under two eighty at two seventy eight mm. and a half. Yeah. Uh, Stafford is two eighty three and a half. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit. If you like the Bengals and you think you're going to win. Have to, Joey Burrow's got to go over that to win yeah, that I game. Agree. So. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, what else have we got? Uh, Cam Akers rushing yards. Yes, Cam Akers rushing yards. We have got overs of 64 and a half. I, d- I don't mind that. I don't, oh, mind, I don't mind that at all. Yeah. Cam, yep. Cam Akers. Yeah. Uh, Jamar Chase receiving yards, 78 and a half. What about this? He will have Ramsey on him. True, but true. again, we're probably expecting Joe Burrow to throw this ball 50 times. Well, then so. what have we got? Can we get T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd? Uh, Higgins. Maybe. Sorry, if yes. You, if you can chase that up. We've got months working overtime here. Yes. Yeah, and we probably haven't spoken about that much. We, we mentioned that. No. Uh, we haven't spoken enough about it. This is, the, let's call it the number one cornerback in the, in the NFL. I don't think there's any mm-hmm. you know, arguments there. Yep. And Jamar Chase, the rookie of the year. Yep. Top five receiver in the NFL. Definitely okay, debatable, top but he, offensive rookie of the year. So definitely top ten. Definitely top ten. He's, he's elite talent. Elite talent. That that matchup, I cannot wait. I cannot yeah. wait as a former wide receiver myself, and it's two former defensive backs. <laughs> <laughs> you know where you know who I want to win. You know who yeah. I want to win. Jalen Ramsey saying he used to slide into you know the the uh, opposing receivers DM. No, no, not not his DMs. His Mrs. Mrs. DMs, DMs is what, yeah. he, what he was saying. <laughs> that, that was not the mind. That guy. was his head noise uh, kind of tactic. Nah, yeah. fuck off, Jalen. Let me go run. I'll go run. I'll go run a post uh, against uh, Jalen Ramsey, and uh, you can see you can see him jam me at the line and put me on my ass. And pick six. Anyways, as a uh, as, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I, in all seriousness, I can't wait for that matchup. Uh, and the other thing yeah. is, will Ramsey just play to the one side, or does he follow Chase? Well, the chat all week has been that he, he to wants follow. to follow the best player, yep. but you know. Scheme-wise, they might change it out. Whether they then say you got Weddle back there, do they kind of slide him and try to double him, and then as does that free up Higgins and Boyd? They've got options, mm. so should have some numbers there for us. T Higgins, yep. Tyler Boyd. So T Higgins, uh, overs is seventy-one and a half. Tyler Still Boyd, forty-two and a half. Still a bit, isn't it? Still a bit. Yeah. Um, I think you going. Know what, Rick, maybe we can just enjoy the game without having to do, be degenerate gamblers and just enjoy it like we did when we were children. Everything. Just put it all in a massive multi ten dollars and, yeah, and pay out a million bucks. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. What I say to myself every weekend before I waste money on gambling. That's it. Remember how passionate you were about any sport when you were a child? <laughs> Didn't involve gambling or alcohol. Yeah. Uh, and to keep on giving into that addiction, uh, Cooper Cup. We've got overs of one hundred and five. That's a huge. Line, that man. is huge, and if anyone can do it, it's Coop. Yeah. It's Coop. What did he put up in the NFC Championship game? One hundred and forty. So, also to match that, if you do the maths, um, total receptions for Coop, his overs is eight and a half. Ooh, I don't mind. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather take that because sometimes he can be a bit catch heavy and a bit short on the yeah. yardage. So, I'd, I'd probably take so, the receptions. Mm. 
OBJ, Fi- OBJ, have you got anything there? And final one, can you get uh, MVP, Super Bowl MVP? Because yeah, yeah. if Coop's doing 140 and over eight receptions, and let's throw a few touchdowns in there, potentially he's MVP <laughs> chat. It's a if he catches eight, eight balls for 140 uh, yards and two touchdowns, Fucking uh, yeah! Who's throwing in the ball? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, I I hate it. Well, they will pick the quarterback, but you, you never know. No, yeah. It might be the moment he might take a slant and take it eighty yards, and that wins him the game. Uh, give him give him the MVP. <laughs> like, yeah, he's done it all. Yeah. What about Aaron Donald MVP against that? That uh, that's why I want to go to MVP because we haven't talked about yeah. defensive players. So mm. uh, give us give us Beckham and then we'll OBJ yeah. and then we'll go to uh, MVP honors. Yeah. So for a touch on Bacon. Yeah, sure. Um, all right, I'm struggling now as well. Um, Beckham, uh, Jamar Chase, his overs unders for receptions was five and a half, uh, matching that 78. Again, I think I like receptions more than yards there. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, for Beckham, we have got overs of 63 and a half and receptions of five and a half. I like Beckham. I like Beckham's more than I do Cooper's. Yards or catches? Both. Both? What's OBJ anytime touchdown score? We're really going hard on the digital. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> yeah. This is becoming an epic multi at this point. <laughs> Hopefully he, someone's He has been cashing. Uh, we spoke about it before. OBJ, red zone target. He's been massive for them since joining. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind that. If, if you can get $2.50 maybe. And that is Sean just missing an absolute <laughs> layup. Yeah. Um, um, just practicing my inner Westbrook there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this season, this season. Yeah, this season. He's also in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, he's we're, we're sitting in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> Three guys in a basement. <laughs> Three, Three boys, one basement. Hey. <laughs> Am I right? Um, this is in the church. Come on. Oh, so all right. We first studio episode, and we're cancelled. <laughs> yep, <laughs> can't say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the worst things we could Beckham. say. Keep going. Back on track. Back on track um, yeah. Beckham anytime anytime touchdown is two dollars forty. Oh yeah, never mind. Don't Co- mind. Cooper Cooper Cup first time uh, first first touchdown, touchdown scorer. Sorry, 650. is six fifty. If you are interested anytime, in that, anytime he'd be a dollar seventy probably. Dollar sixty seven there. Yeah, there we go. Doing this a bit too um, much. Jamar Chase two dollars twenty five anytime there as well. What about Fuck Big Joe Mixon? He's two dollars ten anytime mm. touchdown. Bit of value there for the Bengals. Yeah. Again, because it depends on how they play that D. Rickon, if you're online, let us know. Do, are we speaking a different language when we start talking in this kind of terminology? Because obviously, as fans I think of the UFC, uh, I imagine the way that they do it is plus yeah, 100, the plus 200, plus and you minus, can't et cetera, et cetera. You can't convert, you can't you convert can, it like yeah, everything. It does, but, it does require a little bit of thinking, uh, which obviously we all lack. Yeah. We know how we are with the yep. maths. Mm. <laughs> uh, MVP honours. Let's yes. finish with that. MVP, so yeah, run, run us through that. Now if we go through to the MVP honours. So um, reflecting the odds, reflecting Cooper Cups. Cooper Cups. Ooh, you're um, crazy. Cooper Cup lock. No. His stat um, line. Uh, we've got Matt Stafford um, mm. as MVP at $2.20 flat. $2.20? Yep. I don't know about that. It's so short. Is he favourite? Yeah. He's favourite. Mm. He is favourite. So I would not be leading with him if yeah. he wasn't favourite. <laughs> um, behind him, obviously, I, I assume as the Bengals, if the Bengals get their win, Joe Burrow is at $3.25. Joey Franchise, Joey Shasty, Smoking Joe, the Tiger King. 
<laughs> so Carol Baskin. <laughs> so he's over Stafford, yeah? Oh, I'm Stafford's favourite. Favourite. Oh, favorite. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Continue. $2.20 um, is lower than $3.25. Here you go. <laughs> Reinforcing that maths there. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was a dead body until he said yard clippings. you got to listen. <laughs> uh, we have Cooper Cup um, sitting in at third at okay, $6. Okay. Now I understand. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> and then Harold. Wow. wow. Had to stop myself there. Aaron Donald at $13. Uh, first defensive player there, so you blokes have been listening to too much Joe Biden. <laughs> I don't have to talk, man. <laughs> so what was it, what was Donald at? Thirteen dollars. Thirteen dollars. Yeah, v- v- vaccinated fifteen <laughs> billion Americans. So thirteen dollars. That's plus thirteen hundred. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think. The, I, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, I think it's. It's not that hard. Yeah, Rick and just was confirming that yes, they do it as the plus minus. Okay. Well, there we go. We're not that different, are we? I think Aaron Donald is like stinky $13. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He can dominate a football game. Here's one. Can you chase up the last defensive player to win Super Bowl MVP? Did Von Miller do it? He did, 2015. Yeah. He yeah, sure potentially is probably going to be the last one. Because it was last year. Who won the Super Bowl last year? Tim Bay, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Year before that. <laughs> uh, Patriots Rams? Yeah, no, well, no, no, it was Chiefs. No, no, Chiefs. 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 Mahomes. The year before, Four. Patriots, Rams. Probably TB again. <laughs> this is a really shit exercise. I've been pretty sure it was Vaughn. I, I can't think of anyone post Vaughn that won. Just go Super Bowl MVPs. That Seattle Seahawks fellow won it as well that year. Uh, that but that's that was before. Uh-huh. That was before. I'm that's pretty sure, yeah. Um, you got it there? You I don't know. I would remember. I knew who that was. Edelman. Yeah, Edelman. Ooh. Shalom. Um, and then Foles before him. Big Dick Nick Foles. Yep. And then Von Miller. Um, Von Miller. Yeah, there we go. So we, we said something that was correct. Yeah. Malcolm Smith. Yep, was just before him. That was a Seahawks fella. And then um, a, long, a, long, a long line of offensive players. Yep. Dexter Jackson. Yep. Yeah. Damn Bay. There, there you go. Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis has won as well. Yeah. Defensively. Uh, but yeah, it, it is. Uh, oh well, he's a, well, he's a sneaky for you then. What was what's Von playing paying for MVP? Wow. <laughs> That'll be some cash. That's yeah, well, it would be, but sneaky. <laughs> it is. It is. Put, put a little tenor on it. Yeah. If you wouldn't put a little Andre Bocelli on. A tenor. Because <laughs> I'm assuming it's like 20, high know, 20s. I don't know I mean, that much about opera singing to <laughs> confirm that he's a tenor. <laughs> he's definitely not a soprano. <laughs> Woke up honest? this morning. What's, um, what's, what's the boom, boom in yeah. my head. So, Sneaky's probably right. He's uh, sitting at $34. Sneaky so, 34. a lot better than a few other players out there. Yeah, put yeah. your house on Von Miller. That's the, uh, the, the chat out of the Super Bowl. Anyway. <laughs> well, a few sacks, strip sacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. Yeah. Anyways, in, in seriousness, to wrap it all up, awesome Super Bowl coming up. Two teams that no one really hates. Two teams, yeah. well, definitely no one saw the Bengals. The Rams, pretty highly lauded, I suppose, coming into the season. Did yeah, have to get tough. through the Buccaneers and the Packers. Yep. Mm. Um, and and did, that, did that fine. Uh, can't wait. Let's go. Super Bowl time. And then 
the, awesome. the, the cold eight months of no football after that. What are you talking about? Then we start talking about combine and <laughs> free agency <laughs> and draft. <laughs> Sean's fantasy season's just starting. Yeah. <laughs> no, it starts in July for me. I, I, I try to keep it a bit going. July, your fantasy lasts all year, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> nah, shit, shit execution. <laughs> Thought was there. Shit execution. Awards. Aaron Rodgers won his yep. fourth yeah. MVP. Uh, is it his last in the green and yellow jersey? Looking highly likely. Well, so, some of the, Based that, on he, that speech. Yeah, yeah, some of the interview after that. And then he was asked at a golf tournament as well, where you coming? And he's, he's like, we'll see. Nah, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. He's Already talking about his former OC and just like, yeah, he was a big loss. You know where he's at? He's gone, man. <laughs> he's gone. And it's looking more and more like Denver. But yeah. uh, no surprises there. I think we had. I think all of us had Rogers as our MVP. Nah, my favorite was Tom Brady. Oh, you did have. You did have. Uh, he, he he led Rogers in all the other statistical categories. So I think the voting ended up being uh, like QB rating. QB rating. Yeah, this QB rating is just a made up formula. No, everything else: more yards, more touchdowns, <laughs> so more turnovers. Yeah, only a couple. Like it wasn't many. No, not a couple. Aaron Rodgers threw four picks on the yeah, year. Yeah, it was the first twelve. That's not that bad. Versus 12 is three three <laughs> times more. Yeah, how many more touchdowns did he have? Like eight or something? No, I think it was ten, but anyway. Um, uh, chase it up. It didn't matter. Me. None of them even got close to Peyton Manning. So, um, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but when, when the, he the played... Vo- the played voting was 39-10 to Brady and one to Cooper. So Cooper did get one. Good, vote. good on him. And as we, we've spoken about before on the Esky, it's a little bit disappointing that it does seem to be the most valuable quarterback award. You can have a record-breaking year as a wide receiver or as a running back and uh, and not be even considered. Well, I, I think... Unless I, you're a kicker in 1980, true. as we did cover. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think they did get covered, though. So Cooper did win the Offensive Player of the Year award and then TJ, who also broke the sack record, got Defensive Player of the Year. So they mm. got rewarded in that regards mm. instead of getting the MVP as such. But, yeah. Yes, you are right. The the most vo- vulnerable, not vulnerable, the most, most valuable person. of the valuable. Um, yeah, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers got the win there. Um, you can debate it back and forth, but uh, deserving. Like he wasn't. He no, wasn't like and he, he was. He was a reasonably yeah, short. It wasn't like he bribed a whole bunch of people to vote yep. for him. So no, that's right. And he was actually losing voters uh, after being an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, he's immunized, buddy. Immunized, immunized, bro. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year, Micah Parsons, a really strong year for the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, and and staying on that theme, assistant coach of the year Dan Quinn. Yeah, oh, well, I think uh, obviously move forward. So go back to Mark Persons. I think he was the first linebacker to have as many tackles and sacks as he did. Because most outside guys that get lots of sacks don't get as many tackles. I think well, he had right. hundred, yeah, over hundred tackles, and then double yeah. digit sacks. Like yeah, more, yeah, more than that. Crazy it, season. For it a was also a function of him. He was playing middle and then moved. He's playing both. And yeah, by, yeah. by the end of the year, like they, just, they just he, moved him around. Yeah, absolute freak. Do and, what you need. And very deserving of that award. Uh, you did mention TJ Watt breaking breaking even the sack mm-hmm. record an extra game. His brother giving him the award wasn't too bad either. Yeah, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, FedEx Aaron Ground uh, getting uh, TB12 and Jonathan Taylor a little bit of recognition for their unbelievable. Years. What about Mike Vrabel, Coach of the Year? I think that's pretty fair. Yeah, I think it's fair. Yeah, considering yeah. the Titans remember. getting the number one seed, obviously, you know, it didn't work out for him. Uh, but playing the whole, not the whole year, but over half the year without their, their superstar and Derek Henry. Mm. Um, oh, and, the, and the two wide receivers, no Brown yeah. and Julio for a lot of it. Yeah, Brown, yep, yeah. Brown was banged up and didn't he come on strong at the end of the yeah. year? 
Because uh, I, I remember we talked about this and we were talking about the, we're one talking of the about other. Cliffs, Cliffs Kingsbury, yeah, with and Arizona. And I think maybe even Bill. Um, well, can't give it to Bill to take again, but. Well, he could. He could. He could. He had a rookie quarterback take him, yeah. you know, pretty deep. Well, yeah. Deep, past one game in the playoffs. Yeah. But then, then I think during that conversation, we went, went around the circle and we like, what about Vrabel? He's had to deal with all this other shit. He said that he lost the King and they're still winning. He's had basically no receivers for a lot of it. So, yeah, uh, I think it's fair. Deserved winner there. Agreed. 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 Uh, Hall of Famers, if you wouldn't mind chasing that one up. We thought uh, you – well, you thought DeMarcus Ware, he was uh, eligible this year. He's ninth all-time in sacks. Yep. Uh, you thought he should have walked straight in. He missed out. Uh, uh, the league 100%. Seem to honour a few of the older guys. I think if uh, if you bring up the list there, James, um, not a lot of guys have played post millennium. Uh, from so Tony Baselli, yeah. uh, bit of a bit of a short short career, but elite. Career. I think he five, only had five Pro Bowls uh, yeah. out of his seven years in the league. Yeah, the the, the number there was fifteen point five sacks across ninety plus games. So. It's pretty elite for a left tackle. Pretty elite there. Uh, wonder why his career was cut so short. Uh, they botched um, shoulder surgery. So, uh, so yeah, that, that's uh-huh. what he's known for. It was like <laughs> it, um, a fucked up shoulder surgery, yeah. which basically ended his career. Yeah, so. right. Um, oh, yeah. Shoulders are important for a left tackle. Yeah, they're pretty important for general life. <laughs> yeah, most people. Cliff Branch, uh, Oakland, Los Angeles Raiders, inducted 1972 to 1985. He was considered the fastest player in the league for much of his career. Uh, all, pro th- all pro even three times and three Super Bowl winners. Uh, he led the league in touchdowns twice. That sounds pretty deserving to me, I would think. Uh, Leroy yeah. Butler, safety for the Packers. Uh, he, he was involved in their Super Bowl win. Uh, throughout the 90s. Uh, it, it kind of um, changed sa- the safety position a little bit in, in terms of being uh, someone that could rush the passer uh, and, yeah. and and be hard-hitting. Uh, so int- interesting, interesting. Uh, look, as a Packers fan, obviously, I didn't really even know what the NFL was uh, in, in those days, but I've watched a fair bit of uh, bit of film on, on Leroy and... Uh, and uh, he's he was a pretty handy player in his own right, and then Art McNally, uh, a contributor. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hand on my heart, uh, can say I've never heard of this fella, but uh, nope. he he was a ref, uh, an officiator. Uh, so good to see yeah. him. He was a contributor for the Hall of Fame this year. Uh, inducted um, Sam Mills, linebacker, Carolina Panthers, mm-hmm. and uh, Saints, New Orleans before. Saints. Before that, mostly with the Saints again. Can't say I've heard of him, uh, you know, Aussies. Richard Seymour. Richard Seymour was probably Richard Seymour seems pretty, yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty deserving. Obviously, uh, he was he was big in um, you know the, the Patriots, Patriots yeah. um, with, with TB12. Would you put Richard Seymour in before you put in Demarcus Ware? Well, good question, good question. I suppose that maybe they think that Seymour's had a few years, and mate, I, I just I I think I agree with you. Demarcus Ware did get snubbed a little bit this yeah. year, but the thinking is maybe. Oh well, let's you know honor a few of these older guys, and, I, and we'll get to Demarcus. I don't know if that's necessarily the right way to approach it. But. The big thing I think with Seymour as well, he kind of defined what a three-four end was. So he, when they, you know, yeah. the, the three-four defense kind of got massive in the yeah. early two thousands. Um, you know, everyone was trying to find a defensive end that was Richard Seymour. Yep. So. Yep. Um, Dick Vermeil, coach. Mm-hmm. Pretty uh, yeah. deserving a like yes. very Big very long player. career, nineteen seventy six to two thousand and five with the Eagles, Rams, and Chiefs. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so he goes in. Who else we got? Keeps going. Um, Bryant Young, Young. Uh, defensive tackle, long career mm-hmm. with a f- one club man, which is pretty rare, uh, 94 to 2007, and that's it. I believe that was the list, yeah. Yeah. So uh, the list of guys that missed out, uh, Jared Allen. So yep. these are the finalists. Mm-hmm. Uh, Willie Anderson right. didn't make it in there. Mm-hmm. Ronnie Barber. Ronnie Barber, mm. news, Bucks fan. Uh, Devin Hester, of course, is the yeah, best return man of all time. Getting, yeah, getting in just as a return man. Yeah. He probably deserves he it. Does, he, is, he, he has all the records. Has anyone return. done better than him? <laughs> not, even <laughs> man, no. not even close. No, either. as a return yeah. man, no. It's, has dude, to he, he returned the opening kickoff of Super Bowl. Like, but, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Tory Holt. Game Holt. He has, he's got to be in there. Uh, Andre Johnson. One day. Andre Johnson. He's, has he been in the league five years? Wow. Uh, Zach Thomas. Yeah. Demarcus Thomas. Ware, Reggie Wayne. Reggie and, Wayne. And, and Patrick Willis. Has he been in the league five years? Yeah. We're old. <laughs> old as fuck, boy. I think we might be a little bit biased because a lot of the guys that missed out on this list were in the era that we've watched That's a right. lot Re- of football. Recency bias. So. It's a thing in anything. People uh, tend to gravitate towards things that are more yeah. recent in their own memory. If you've got a... But you look at those lists and you look at those guys and like... Sh- sure, they're, sure. But, they're but, elite yeah. but also we weren't there to see Dick Vermel coaching in the 1970s. True. You know, It's yeah. hard to compare if you've only been alive for 30-odd years. Yes. Um, and it, and in those first ten years of our life, didn't really even know what the sport was. I, I think the first yeah. time I remember seeing the seeing the Super Bowl was uh, Tom Brady taking on the Rams in two thousand and two as a twelve year old, and I remember <laughs> watching it on SBS and just going, "What is this sport?" <laughs> and then a few years followed, Craziness. you know, start start playing a bit of Madden. We start getting a little bit yeah. of cable TV, you know, yep. and you start going, "Oh, this is the sickest shit ever," <laughs> yeah, and, and you're shit. invested, but. Yeah, it's, it's not like in the 90s I've got vivid memories of, of watching cricket and watching rugby league. Um, you don't, we don't really have that for, for the NFL. So recency bias, obviously a big thing with us at least. Yeah, big big time. Time. yeah we'll, see, we'll see what happens going forward. I reckon a bunch of those names that you just mentioned. That, that's got to be the class next year. Like the, <laughs> they're, they're there. Marcus Ware, Patrick Willis, Reggie Wayne, Andre Johnson, Zach Thomas. Jeez. It's a class. Bloody oath. It is. Uh, Josh McDaniels. Well, I, th- I think uh, NFL head coach news because McDaniels wasn't the only one, and they did get, um, um, I believe, someone from the Patriots, uh, a VP, to come across and be their new GM. So going across and to be the uh, head coach of the Raiders, um, I believe he showed up. He, he didn't do what he did to the Colts. Um, <laughs> Mike McDaniels is the Dolphins head coach. Lovey Smith is the sure. Is the Texans head coach and Dennis Allen got promoted and is the Saints head coach. I think they were the last four that we'd missed out on that we hadn't covered. Sure. Um, Hard to keep a track of things when we haven't been in the studio for three weeks. But uh, amongst you, just bring up the most recent signing. So I believe. Do you want to start with McDaniels first? Yeah. Interesting. It Um, is interesting, isn't it? After kind of how he flamed out really badly um, yeah. for Denver and, and you know then, the whole cheating scandal, sure, sure. Um, which and then, kind of caused and then him to get back to New England and they flourish really. Yep, um, yep. did did a job with Mac Jones this year, so yeah. you, you can't question his offensive capability. No, uh, it's can he be a head coach? And he, I guess he definitely said in this one that I was too young when I was at Denver. Like how I old was he? Thirty four or something? Something like that. Yeah. He, he just, he just, yeah, he wasn't. 
wasn't right. And mm. I'm not, you know, a biased Denver fan. I got to witness it firsthand of how that all went. Mm. Um, That's a good point there from Rick Henn. Yeah. Offensively, this year they were pretty good. Okay. What about last, last year under Cam Newton? <laughs> well, Cam scored, you know, 15 odd touchdowns on the ground or whatever it was. Like, and what it, I think he threw for. Six I think and there was more, ten picks or something. Yeah, and even this year we talk about it's more a limitation Ma- on Matt Cam, Jones, I'd yeah, say. Then, well, yeah, and Matt Jones had a, had a reasonable year, probably the best of the off, uh, best of the uh, of the quarterbacks, quarterbacks yes. uh, rookie quarterbacks. Definitely. But what, did they run that offense through Mac? No, there was it was a, a ground based attack. Um, you know, through but, but who designs that and gets them to win football games? Yeah, sure. So sure. I as a demo fan, I like that McDonald's gone there. Um, so because. You know, McDaniels go there and uh, hopefully stink up the place and the Raiders go back to stinking again. That, that's my hope. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see if he's learnt his lesson like Bill did when he went to Cleveland and came back um, to the Patriots. Did they learn their lesson that, hey, from their first coaching coaching gig? So we'll mm. see. We'll see what happens. Uh, do we talk about Doug Peterson? Uh, yeah, to Jags. Yeah. Yeah, right. so Brian Leftwich pulled out of that and then uh, yeah, yeah. Dougie Peter, um, Peterson went to there. So yeah. Um, so by reports, it looks like he's doing a little bit of clearing house as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just trying to get rid of the Urban Meyer era, if you want to call yeah, it that. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, th- I would have thought um, uh, the Brian Leftwich would have been a layup there. That made so much sense, but obviously they've gone with, again, well, a guy that's taken the team to a Super Bowl. Yeah. So. Mm. No, he won the Super Bowl with the Eagles, well, didn't he? Yeah. Yes, yeah. he won the Super Bowl with the yeah. Eagles. So he has, has uh, you know, the resume, as you will. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about head coaches, we probably need to talk about the former Dolphins head coach and yeah, his whole Chris. situation. He was uh, he was the wrong Brian, apparently, in Bill's phone. phone <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> for someone that's probably as detailed yeah. as Bill is, was this... You know, a bit of a, a, a layup here or something that what? To, to get the league on side. Is Bill not happy with something? Either way. What is the guy with out. the Rooney rule? You've got to interview minority um, candidates yeah, as at, a minimum as at, part of your coaching search. Okay. So it's not um, uh, equal representation towards the population in the United States. It no. just has to be a minority interviewed no. each time. Is that how it works? Yes. Yep. Yeah, you yep. got to have some of the minority code. And that's been, been in the league for 20 years. So your population note is a very interesting one because I was actually going to use that because I think... Um, I really don't want to <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. the efficacy of the rule. No, no, but yeah, no, the, the quick math though, I think there's, in the 2020 census, it was like 12 to 13% African-Americans mm-hmm. in America. And but that minority does also encompass Latino... Exactly, I'm just using that number. Perhaps an Asian head coach, Monks, if you want to put yeah. your hand up. Well, um, Salah is Lebanese and mm. Ron Rivera is Puerto Rican yep. slash Mexican, yep. I believe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike McDaniels supposedly is, um, he says he's multiracial, is his mm-hmm. background, so I'm not sure how that all works out. Then, of course, you've got Lovie Smith and Mike Tomlin. Yep. Uh, but if you use that number, say it's 10 20%, that's, you should have three to six potential African-American coaches of your 32 jobs yep. uh, based on quick math and percentages. So... Yep. You've got maybe some of it there. I don't think you're ever going to get parity of like it's going to be 16 and 16. Like it's well, just and that, a, well, then that doesn't make sense population-wise, does yeah. it? But look at the players. Exactly. But, the, yeah, you look at the league, it's it's heavily – it's maybe 60-40. Like so, yeah, so. I think it's more, actually. I think, yeah. yeah, if you wouldn't even mind getting that percentage up, the, the percentage of black players, um, you know, forget about the rest of the minorities, but just, just – 
black players in the NFL. I think it's yeah. like three quarters. Yeah. So, so should the coaching reflect that? Well, the, the, the Steelers, I guess, obviously love Mike Tomlin. They and love he gets around them. So I think it depends on the person and it depends on the resume. Again, he, right. you can't – purely based on your skin can't get you jobs. Like, yeah. um, you know, coming from the dude with the white privilege here on the other table. Like, yeah, you, <laughs> sitting at this table, you wait. <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Wait. So we, we don't associate with you. I'm Italian. He's trying to – no, that's right, Hong Kong, Hong Kong. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I don't mean to do you that's like racing. that. I don't mean to do you like that. We're all Australians, obviously, <laughs> in terms of our ancestry. But you, you, you want the performance to define how you get the roles. That's exactly, that's what yeah. you lead to. And exactly. I think the the Lovie Smith and the Texans job was interesting because mm-hmm. Brian was in that one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. the statement the lawyers put out essentially that uh, he missed out um, because of the, what he's doing and like essentially he's sacrificing his career to a point yeah, trying sure. to sue them. But I'd also say Lovie Smith potentially has a better resume. Than Brian does. Coach of the Bears for a long, long time. Talking to a Super Bowl. Been to a Super Bowl. So with Rex fucking Grossman (laughs) as a quarterback. That's pretty good from last year. He's got a good. He's over five hundred like win percentage. So he's got a decent resume to Mm. Brian, who's like Mm. an up and comer. He's definitely an up and comer. Mm. Um, What do we think of Bill's handling of this? Uh, I wonder if Bill just did it on purpose. Like he just, or yeah, it's maybe, yeah. just unlike, unlike him to be one, you know, one step ahead on the chessboard. Yeah, perhaps, who, who perhaps, knows? perhaps, perhaps it speaks volumes of the New York Giants and where that that organization is at well, at the, the moment. Mm. I, we don't like to talk politics, but it, potentially all this stuff could then kick off all the stuff with Gruden because Gruden's suing and he's suing for the other side of the racism coin. But it kind of may lead to releasing a lot more of that emails, which will then help all the ladies involved in the Washington... Uh, uh, yep, um, Dan Snyder. Yeah, you know, that case as mm. well. So the, 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 NFL's, the, NFL. the NFL's got a lot to do, a lot to deal with. That's a joke, so that's a joke. It was a joke. Before we get sued after making $8. <laughs> Yeah, the cleanse will just make you disappear. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was only on that plane 22 times, Hillary. But anyway. Uh, it's, it, does, it does seem like a lot of them get screwed. Um, yeah. like it, you know, I think uh, Denver kind of got caught out in this one as well because they, they did interview Brian through the process. But then you know, we, had, we hired Vance Joseph. He was a coach like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So. It'll be I, it's it's very interesting to see what's going to happen going forward. Does Flores have a leg to stand on um, in, in his suing? What's going to happen? I think it's wor- it's worth kind of pushing out the again putting in people's forefront of people's mind. Let get people like us talking about it. Mm. You mm. have that discussion. It probably ends his career. Or maybe he gets stuck forever as a um, you know defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator, depending on what mm. what he wants to do going mm. forward future. But mm, at least people talk about it. At least maybe they'll change that rule where it's, hey, make sure you interview at least one person. And historically, it was you interview one and they, they never get the job. You interview the other, say, six, and they're the ones you're looking at. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know. Race dynamics uh, in the United States are probably not going to be... <laughs> not so- our strong suit. And no, yeah, or in not. this country or anywhere. And no. it's probably not our uh, not no. even our place to, to really speculate too much no. on. No. And... Uh, um, but interesting, interesting. We'll, we'll follow it from a sporting perspective yep. at least moving forward. Yeah. I mean, at the top of this part of the chat, I thought you were actually going to talk about the um, his allegations that the Dolphins were telling him to lose games. <laughs> There's that as well. Hugh <laughs> Jackson. Getting paid, getting paid getting to lose. Paid. Hugh paid Jackson said the same yeah. thing. Well, we are. We wonder why did he get fired? He won too many football games. Mm. It's fair enough. Like, 
they they wanted the first round pick at least two years, <laughs> both the last two years, and they haven't ended up with it. So, um, uh, yeah. didn't they? Did, what, when did Tua go? He was like twelve or something. Oh, because he did his hip, and it was after Herbert. And Brian wanted Herbert because he wanted to win fucking football games. Anyway, I think Tua's pretty good. He's, he's got some legs to go, but it is what it is. It is what it is, what it is, what it isn't. Yeah. The That's NFL been around for 100 plus years. Um, there's ingrained culture there. Like, it is what it is. Yep. Right, yep. Let's keep Won't going delve too much into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Pro Bowl. This is something uh, we fucking all laugh at. Um, <laughs> it, it was I, a joke this year. Like he was an actual. It was too in touch. And buddy, yeah. uh, I feel bad for Mac Jones. He how's that bitch. They should have given doing, it to him. Doing a white blowing man, it, blowing <laughs> it dead to white him. White man gritty and shit. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's all we got to say about that. Like, uh, what do you do We're, going forward? Obviously, down here we've got state of origin where people are passionate. You want to play representative football because yeah. it's it's where you grew up. It's your heart and your sleeve. You want to smash the fuck out of the other team. Um, outside of that, you know, we've got the NBA All-Star com- game coming up. Again, it's a little bit much of a muchness. When guys mm. are making as much money as these guys make, it's fair enough that you don't want to get injured in a, um, you know, uh, a, a, a game that's essentially hit and giggle. Plus, yeah. plus it's at well, the end of the year and some of these guys haven't played footy for a month. Yeah, like, they're, they're out of... They're out of <laughs> like, it's the only all... They hit the piss hard. <laughs> well, they, they would. They would have, yeah. Done their so Mad Mondays and come back and... Uh, and <laughs> that thing in America, Mad Mondays? Uh, they should. They should. They should, they should they definitely. definitely. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's, NFL's the only one that doesn't do an all-star game uh, mid-season. It's probably one. Mm. Um, and if you use the state of origin comparison as we do for here, there is no... There's no way to do it. East, West, North, you South. Could, you, you could. You could do East, West and you just divide the country in half this way. And, the, and, and that, you based well, on where you play college. But yeah, play college. Or that's how they've done it in the NBA. It oh, only goes off the team that you play for, yeah. your franchise, and there's no passion there, so... I don't know. I, I, I don't have an answer for, for any way of making it more interesting. And, make, and I don't know if you can. When guys are on the contract that, that they are in the NFL and the mm. NBA, I don't think there's any comparison. Whereas down here, you've you got guys that you're getting 30 grand a game. I'd love to get 30 grand to play any kind of game. Mm. But for NFL and NBA guys, 30 grand is chump change. And you get 30, yeah. 30 grand to go play State of Origin and you'll literally go kill someone for, you know, <laughs> for that money. And, and it, because, it. because of the, the, the pride and the, pride, and the yeah. passion that goes into that game. And there's 40, nearly 45 years of, of, um, of history yeah. behind it. Yeah. So that, that being said, money, money incentives probably not a great one. Do you just lean into the whole farce and just turn this into like a celebrity flag? You could do that or, or like the skills, you know, like, the skills try, like try and go off like a more NBA, you know, the three-point shootout, the slam dunk yeah. contest, like try and make it a little bit more. And they, they did do that a little bit. Well, they yeah, they've, the got the, they've got the, the dodgeball, the, the, the running. And yeah, the I, I just but don't know. It, it should mean something to be an all-pro. It should mean something to, to be... Just just go check out Sean Taylor. He'd like, the Pro Bowl man's yeah, up kill. Yeah. <laughs> it was a punter, but he killed Brian Mormon. Brian Mormon. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to him. He got he got absolutely lit up. And, and rest in peace, Sean Taylor, an absolute mm. hitman on Ooh, on the yeah. field. Legend. Well, then um, does that come back to how the contracts are formulated? Like, 
you get bonuses for making the Pro Bowl. What about if you make bonuses for getting stats in the Pro well, Bowl? That's, that's it comes back to the team, though. That comes back to the team. Well, that's, that's, that that's back to the team. Thing, if, you, if you take your 30,000 and you add a couple of zeros to it, financial incentive. But if you threw some money around, actually, you know, you get paid this amount of money to play in the Pro, in the pro Bowl, you get paid this amount of money to win the, the Pro Bowl, you get paid this amount of money, you know, like you said, to, yeah. to record a sack or, you know, to score a touchdown. Yeah. Maybe that's a, maybe yeah, that's well, maybe it comes more from interesting. It's, it's, a, it's a league center. The league puts aside the league ten mil a yeah. team and just says, "Hey, if yeah. you get these yeah. stats or these, you know, hit these hit these numbers, then you'll get bonuses and you get paid yeah, more. that's but it." And I mean, if I use Tom Brady as an example, like in last regular season game of the year, like he stayed in, risked getting hurt through playoffs to make sure that Gronk got his bonuses. Mm. Yeah, so but there's got to be some sort of those incentives. I think mean more to the player than. But it also depends if you're. Maybe Tom Brady is a wrong example. Say Joe yeah. Burrow playing in a Pro Bowl, and you're like, yeah. "Hey, I could make a mil if I throw at 300 yards, or I could make a hundred mil playing the next ten years with no injuries." Mm. Yeah. Maybe I don't play this football game. Yeah. And, and, that, and, <laughs> yeah. and that that is the difference. That is it's the, a business. The, the, cra- it's the crazy amount of money that we talk about. Yeah. The business decision. We yeah. see it on the field in the regular season. Got, you know, they say, guys, made a business decision. I'm, I'm not yeah. going to put my body on the line to save this, you know, return yeah. touchdown or, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, he can yeah. get an extra five yards if, and it's not going to hurt me. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. True. It's, it's, a, it's a weird amount of money to even be considering. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've got to talk about Alvin Kamara, though. Yeah. Follow Ooh, on the play, yeah. Pro Bowl. Uh, facing uh, five years five years in the can. Yes. Uh, um, uh, that, that's um, not a good year for, for the NFL. Well, that really that long, no longest yard team's looking pretty decent with rugs and potentially Kamara <laughs> joining him there. So, Las Vegas, just that, that, stay that, away from Las Vegas. That was, that was the memes. They were the memes. <laughs> they were the memes. Out, so. yeah. Not not the thoughts or opinions <laughs> of the SP. No, yeah, that, that's been floating around. It was like, yeah, that's the internet. Uh, yeah, the internet don't give shit. ninety eight percent of it's porn. Yeah, so it's going to float past that one. No, it's, it's true. Like. It's stating facts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it, look, it's not a, it it's not good for for the league. They've had a no. really hard year with player indiscretions, and yeah, now an absolute superstar, and absolute superstar, yeah. Evan Kamara. Not something to be laughing about. What happened? Yeah. Um, oh, you, do you want to go? You go story. Well, if you don't laugh, no. if I, you don't I, laugh, I, you cry. If you yeah, don't I've laugh, only you cry. got that's, like that's small my, knowledge. That's my uh, personal uh, adage. It, it wasn't like your typical just like one-on-one bar fight. It seems like this huge group of guys and Alvin was one of them just beat the shit out of some dude. Mm-hmm. And um, they've all from, gotten From our trusted cases. mainstream media sources. Yeah. Um, well, this is actually off the top of my head now. Uh, so the missus is a bit of a saint. More, more trusty. Yeah, I know, right? Um, missus is a Saints fan. She's a bit of a Kamara fan, so mm-hmm. she did uh, most of the researching on this one yeah, for me. But haven't you been carrying Kamara for the last couple of years in your fans' team? I have. So it isn't real. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but also like his team is the monkey rangers on the other table yeah. are heavily dependent on Alvin Kamara. So well, not next not, season. I'm going to drop him. <laughs> it's also not real. <laughs> Let's move forward. Yeah, I can't. I can't keep him next year. And even even so, so apparently what was happening was in Las Vegas. I don't know if it was a club post, post Pro Bowl. Um, so after the game or day after. Yeah. So apparently he. Well, he was arrested after the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, so he and his entourage were getting into a lift and some outside of some third party tried to get in a lift. Mm-hmm. I guess obviously saw that it was Kamara and tried to mm-hmm. get in on that. Pushed him out. Um, there was a bit of an altercation and then 
yeah, Kamara just went full MMA on him, UFC. Um, Is there any video? I don't know if there's video. Oh, if it's in an elevator and there'll be some, just wait for TMZ to find it. Yeah, TMZ. Yeah. Um, Roid rage is real, bros. Yeah. So, hey, yeah, yeah. what are you saying? <laughs> Steroid usage rampant in the NFL. Um, Your thoughts, not so. Mine. Police have noted they have surveillance video to support the allegations. Mm. The police, um, but obviously, probably won't release that until after due. What seems done is he had his entourage, probably security guard, like his bodyguards. Yeah, the guy that you're paying to go bash people. <laughs> Let them deal with it, <laughs> not you. Yeah. Yeah, look, it's it sucks, and it's a it's a massive, massive name in the mm. NFL, and and we talk about the Saints, big time assault, and and the hat that they run that they'll have good lawyers, but I run, I still well, think he's doing jail time. Yeah, so. yeah, and regardless, career was you know mm. it's a it's a big hit. They run their offense through that man. Actually, so. no, I, I would revoke that. I bet you there'll be a, a big settlement, and they'll assault charges will be dropped. Well, look, if you want to play devil's advocate. How much money we're talking to go get bashed by Apple tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I just got a beer on the internet for eight dollars. Maybe twelve for you. <laughs> twelve dollars. Twelve dollars. We're talking about how much Joe Burrow's body's worth. Mine ain't worth shit. <laughs> so twelve US. Come on, Alex. get that sweet exchange, yeah, exchange rate. rate yeah. Exchange rate. Oh, pay me a bitcoin. Oh God. Ethereum, yep. bro. <laughs> that's my. That's my. Uh, what is that shit even called? Uh, what is it called? Crypto. Crypto. Yeah, there we go. That's how much attention I pay to that. That's it. It's even, so it's not real. It's like fantasy football. <laughs> so this happened prior to the Pro Bowl. I was both before. Before. Okay. And he played in the Pro Bowl. He played the Pro Bowl. Uh, yeah. During the Pro Bowl, um, Goodell came out. Goodell came out saying that. His security team was told that mm. the police would be coming in and arresting Kamara after the game mm-hmm. in the locker room. No, I don't know in the locker room. Or maybe getting it probably would been team bus after. Yeah. Wow. Um, Seeds. I mean, Kamara playing a whole game of football after doing something like yeah, that. Yeah, but got, if it's the day after, there's got to be some kind of investigation, yep. due process, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But anyways, we, all jokes aside, I thought, I thought it was more after it they'd gone partying and then all, all jokes aside, this hurts Saints, this hurts the NFL, mm. this hurts the person involved. Yep. Yep. It's been a really poor all, year. All parties involved, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, in terms of player behaviour in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we'll see what happens going forward. But That's it, yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a massive, massive name to be implicated. Mm. Yep. Um, so just to get the facts straight, so um, police reports claims that Kamara was one of a group of four men who attacked um, the victim, uh, fracturing his orbital bone in the process. Um, the charges is a fel- felony charge, Um which can carry a possible prison sentence of one to five years and mandatory ten grand fine. I assume the ten grand fine isn't too punitive, yeah. but the one to five years. <laughs> ten grand, I got it right here yeah. from Alvin Kamara. Yeah, this yeah. is my ass wiping money. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the funniest things you've ever said. <laughs> I was killed mugging at the other table, wasn't I? Excuse the stains. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the pro is a joke. Maybe we're a joke. Who knows? Yeah. Moving, moving forward. 
that's enough. I think that's enough. Did you did you have any final statements? No. no, no final statements. I guess <laughs> we'll just I'll just choke a little bit more. No, um, obviously <laughs> <just> all. <laughs> Second child's done you well, I think. <laughs> Those dad, much dad jokes. Um, obviously, it's got to go through its due process. Got to go through the courts. So, mm-hmm. it's all just um, allegations until proven facts. So, um, again, unfortunate circumstances for all involved. Um, hopefully. Whatever the outcome is, it's the right decision. Well said, well said. Let's move forward and check out the NBA and what a wild week. What a wild last few days we've had, actually, in the NBA. As we've got, we've got a little doggo joining the set. <laughs> hey, Bambi, how a little are little Bambi join us. It's all happening here on the Esky. Um, obviously, the, the big, big story was the Nets and 76ers Trade. We've got the uh, now now defunct Ben Simmons, Simmons jersey yep. up there with our other defunct jerseys. Well, he hasn't played in that all year, and he probably <laughs> won't. Man has ever been again, getting so. man has been getting fined. Uh, it all happened uh, through the last few days. the uh, The final trade will be James Harden and Paul Millsap for Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, Ben Simmons, a first round pick unprotected next year, mm-hmm. and a first round t- pick. Protected in 2027. Yep. Does anyone know what protected versus unprotected means in this context? I've heard of it in other uh, contexts. Probably can't be traded. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So, the, okay. As, as in, so, uh, I, I don't know. I'm speculating. Yep, speculating, here. speculating. Me too. Uh, Me too. I, I assume, like, the team still holds it and they trade it away to another team and, like, it could move around. Yeah, sure. Yeah, my understanding of protected and unprotected was one leads the babies and one does not. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how, how that works. Um, might need to get in contact with Woj, uh, you know, slide into his DMs. He can maybe explain it to us, little Woj bomb on the Esky. Uh, but it will see Ben Simmons uh, reunited with... Or uni- uh, might affect, affect lottery picks, maybe, uni- reckon. United with um, Paddy, Paddy Mills. Paddy came mm-hmm. out in the media and was saying, speaking highly of Ben, saying he's... He's been in his team. He was hoping that he could have mentored him, you know, a little bit earlier. Yep. Um, and I think he's, they're looking forward to playing together as Australians where, um, you know. I wonder what Shabby shows up in. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he's been playing that much. Obviously a very, very gifted player, probably outside of his shooting. Yep. Um, defensively and, and, and ball. Which is what they needed. It's ball what movement they lacked, wise. So. Yeah. So it's massive. It, it's and to be able to keep Paddy Mills as well, because he was yeah. rumoured in this trade originally. So yeah. Well, I, think it was off, I think it was offered actually, and yeah. it, would, it got rejected. Uh, and then they, they rejigged it all up. The initial deal did involve what? Paddy Mills and Matisse Thibel. Mm-hmm. So two more or Aussies. Aussies. Yeah. Uh, Seth Curry's a good get though. Seth Curry. Yeah. Seth Curry's a big get. Did some did someone win this this trade? Uh, it seems like the 76ers are going for for right now. Yep. You know, let's let's get let's get Harden and Millsap there with Joel Embiid, one of the best players in the league. Yeah, um, and try and do it try and do it right now. Whereas uh, Andre Drummond, obviously a little bit long in the tooth, but Seth, Seth Curry's not that old. Ben Simmons, obviously quite young, and yep. uh, and some picks. Um, so so maybe Brooklyn playing a little bit more of the. Long game. Well, I think the Nets want. They still get talent. Mm. They still got extra talent, talent there for Harden, who's probably. I don't want to say he's fat boy Harden, but he's. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he hasn't. He's not dry on fat. He well, he he doesn't he's look. He's not Sean fat. No, no, he doesn't look like MVP Harden. That does no, no, he does. Um, yeah, he, I agree. So he has looked a little bit uh, of a step behind where yeah. where he was. So, and of course. 
aging a little bit. Mm. Uh, Millsap, of course, is um, pro going back, but he's also very quite, for, yeah, he's aging too. Old, so yeah. uh, to get young talent in their prime and potentially still, you know, Ben Simmons is an all star. He's elite defensive player. Mm. So um, I I think they I'd go the Nets won this trade. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think I think going forward, I, I'd, I'd I'd score it to I the thought, Nets. I thought, I However, the, but you have to wait it. You have to wait it. Yeah, you, you're waiting now is for Philly. Like they they had that team that looked really good last year in the East and just kind of fizzled out. They got beaten by an Atlanta side, essentially beaten by Trey Young, uh, and and Trey was letting them know about it. Um, I, I think. Yeah, they're thinking now Joel is absolutely in his prime. He's a beast. Potentially going to win an MVP. So Potentially, potentially. And March 11, they, they match up. There's going to be some bad blood, you'd think, between Joel and Ben Simmons in particular. We'll see. We'll see how many elbows get thrown. Um, I did want to – what was I going to say? Um, no, I lost it. Yeah, um, classic story. <laughs> <laughs> R- R- Rickon did mention here that um, – there was a stripper that was um, tweeting out that um, Hayden Harden, sorry, had told her during his lap dance uh, that he was going to the 76ers. So, yeah. uh, and, and, and we all know about uh, James's alleged affinity uh, with with women that take their clothes off for money. Yeah, so James uh, Harden, that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah look, Alan Al well, Iverson's we're, probably we're, telling him all the hot spots in Philly. We're so talking about memes here, none of our own kind yeah. of thoughts or, or anything. The point but, I wanted, uh, the point but, that I wanted to make was Harden. Durant and Kyrie played. I think they went thirteen and three. So they only played in the games like, together. They only managed sixteen together. Yeah, which is which is crazy to think over essentially two seasons. Yeah, like, right. They put that team I together. Saw a good one this week with um, it was two and a half men because Ky- <laughs> Kyrie only yeah. gets to play half the games. Yeah. They've, yeah. They've, they've broken up the big three, but it was then it was two, it was and, two and a half, half men. Yeah. Kyrie was the the kid off that show. Uh, shout out to you, Charlie Sheen. Hope you're doing well. Uh, <laughs> I doubt it. Um. Mavs, Mavs, a hell of a Mavs and Wiz, which mm-hmm. on top Mavs Wizards. Go for it. Uh, so Kristaps Persingis has been traded to the Washington Wizards uh, for a second round pick. Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis Burton's. Uh, I, th- I actually thought Luca and Kristaps were looking pretty good together there at Dallas. This one surprised me a little. A little. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, I, I do like to have a bit of a laugh that he's got one of the more unusual yes. names in in <laughs> the in the NBA. Uh, my name is Anthony Pizzullo for those playing at home. So you know, glass houses <laughs> and stones, etc. You missed uh, the middle bit. The middle bit. Yeah, your middle name. Oh, you know, like, come on, we're getting middle names out on the internet these days, are we? Jeez, the address next. Uh, <laughs> What do we think about this one? Kristaps, I actually think, uh, you know, obviously he was a, a, a high draft pick taken, uh, maybe fizzled a little bit in New York, but I thought he was he was actually starting to look like a really good power forward slash centre uh, at Dallas. Uh, did this one kind of catch us napping a little bit? Yeah, whether they gave up on him a little too early mm. or they thought I can get mm. good value for him now um, and let's try something else with Luca. Why was we've got Luca still in his prime yep. um, for, you know, Luke might be looking at max deals elsewhere at some point. Um, sure, yeah. Try, trying to chase his own titles. Um, so, yeah, the, again, I think they're trying to capitalise a little bit now on still had value and can we do something now while hopefully Luca stays around, but while we've got Luca, can we give him some other weapons to try something different? Mm. You know what's interesting? Mm. Dallas's history with European players. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Luca and Chris Stapps, obviously – uh, Dirk Nowitzki there a long time. They, mm-hmm. they don't mind a big Euro, big 
big uh, big big fella from across the ditch. Uh, that's more of an Australian New Zealand reference. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. across the pond, across the pond. I think yeah, is what they yeah. say. I don't know how you're going to do that from the US to Eastern Europe. So across the pond, uh, they, they they still call it, a they call it a pond. Yeah. yeah, they call it a pond. It's a big pond. Um, Joe Ingalls. This is. This kind of hurts a little bit. Did his ACL last week. Yeah. Uh, and he got traded from the only team that he's ever played for in the NBA. Obviously undrafted. Had to go through the hard way coming out of Adelaide. Played. He, you know, he was going to sign for the 36ers and they misspelt his name on the contract. And he said, stuff is, I'm going to go <laughs> go to Melbourne. And that's how he, he came because he was born and bred in Adelaide. Came through uh, the Southeast Dragons, a now defunct team um, mm. in the NBL. Uh, before getting um, some time over in Turkey and Europe, had to really slug it to get to even make it into the NBA. Yeah, and had eight or nine pretty good seasons with the Utah Jazz. Had been a bit of a uh, you know a regular um, over the last few years. Does his ACL gets traded? He was pretty upset about it. He, he made that he made that clear in a Twitter post. Um, you know, saying that this hurts a little bit. Um, it, it's well, it seems like the Jazz. They're just I think they're just trying to. Clear a bit of cap space, kind of thing. Yeah, well, the NBA is a business. Veteran ACL. Can we get a little bit for him now? He's thirty-four. Yeah, he'll be thirty-five by the time he rehabs that that knee. Like, you know, he was he was electric at the Olympics. Like, yeah. He's really good for us mm-hmm. for at the Olympics. He's playing playing pretty well. I think. Yeah, they've just seen the writing on the wall with ACL. He's an older bloke. Let's get something for him. Clear the cap space and. Potentially go younger. So. Makes me sad, man. It yeah. is. But like, yeah. it, 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 I know it's a business. The business I, I, of I, it, I yeah. get it. I get it. It's yeah, a business. They, they, we're, we're talking about obscene amounts of money. They, they treat players like cattle. So yeah, it's, yeah, cattle. You know, yeah. Exactly. So that's a, it's literally a saying. It's yeah. literally a saying. Do they have the cattle? You know, yeah. It's more of an Australian saying than, than anything. But, um, yeah. It, 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 they're playing for sheep stations. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they are sheep stations. They're big, they're big, big fucking sheep, like sheep stations <laughs> over there, aren't they? We have had that discussion in the round of golf before. Are we playing for sheep stations? I wish we did because I think I might own a few sheep stations <laughs> if we were playing with you two. Don't know about against Bubba Watson. That's a reference back to earlier yes. in the podcast. <laughs> um, Monks, if you wouldn't mind bringing up uh, the all-star teams. Uh, that, oh, there, yes. a, a lot more trades happened before uh, the trade deadline, which is not for a little while. Um, team LeBron, Team Durant. Again, we've just come off speaking about the Pro Bowl. Does it mean anything? I suppose the difference in basketball is highly less likely to suffer a serious injury. Yeah, um, they don't play a lot of defense, though. No, but, but they, that, that's an understatement. I'll, I would <laughs> yeah. say that is an understatement. They're happy to score some points and yeah, yeah, make it a bit more entertaining. Yeah. Uh, it's entertaining, so yeah. I think which is the main thing. Yeah. Uh, whereas the Pro Bowl this year, uh, not so much. No, nope. Uh, so, Team LeBron. Uh, I think this team actually looks a little bit stronger on paper myself. Uh, we've got Giannis, the Greek freak, Steph Curry, DeMar DeRozan, who's having a, an absolute breakout year for the Bulls, uh, the defending uh, MVP in Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic off the bench, if you don't mind, Darius Garland getting uh, his due, I think, um, with the Cavs' first-time All-Star, CP3, Jimmy Butler, Donovan Mitchell, first-time man there in Fred Van Vliet. Uh, can shoot a three ball. I think he'll be in the three point um, contest. And James Harden. Uh, did you guys see? The, I think you saw the, the videos yeah. of um, them picking the teams. It's essentially like a schoolyard kind of. Yeah, back, you know, and yeah. Forth, yeah. back and forth. Yeah, back and forth, back and forth. And KD did James Harden absolutely dirty. <laughs> uh, there, there's some chat though that um, troll LeBron. LeBron kind of set it up with 
Latrol. Yeah, trying to yeah. Set, set his team up in a way that, like, hey, let's get some good size because they know that Harden's probably going to go late uh, to force Harden, uh, to force um, Durant to pick some size and uh, was a Cobert. Um, yeah, yeah, it's Rudy Gobert. Yeah, Rudy Gobert. Uh, pick him, force him to pick him, and so the, he couldn't pick his <laughs> former team out. Now traded James Harden. But I think the chat from... Done him dirty. Yeah. Done him dirty. Check it yeah. out if you haven't seen it. It's pretty funny. It's, you can see it's that funny. these guys are elite athletes, but you also get to that level and you have to have a certain bit of charisma. Yeah. And and LeBron's got it in spades. Well, KD is a little bit more debatable. <laughs> I think. Uh, well, LeBron's a f- the face of a massive marketing... Sure, yeah. yeah. You know, it was, anyways... Mega I, it was pretty. Fu- it was pretty it was a, a classic stitch-up, as, as we'd like to say yeah. here and under. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was funny. It was, well, I think it was Chuck in that asking. He was like, is yeah. he going to play? Is he... Is no, LeBron was like, isn't he isn't he injured? injured? Like, is he going to play? <laughs> yeah, he's just like, doesn't he have a hammy? He's like, yeah. he just got traded. He's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, if you wouldn't mind scrolling there uh, through to Team Duran. Speaking of KD, the Slim mm-hmm. Reaper, Easy Money Sniper. Uh, this is his team. Joel Embiid, Ja Morant, having uh, speaking of, speaking of breakout years, actual Smokey for MVP. Jason Tatum, Trey Young. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, I think, will, will start for them. Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns is in the three-point contest. We'll try and work that one out. Uh, Zach Levine, Dejounte Murray getting uh, uh, a bit of respect for the year that he's having with the Spurs. Chris Middleton, Lamelo Ball, and Rudy Gobert, the Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, thoughts? I I think Team LeBron looks slightly stronger on on paper. Reckon we'll agree with you, and yeah. I will agree with you as well. Yeah, he definitely is. I think he's got the talent. Um, he's got Giannis, got Curry, he's got the Joker. Like, <laughs> Big time. Yes. How do we make this more, uh, again, interesting in terms of it meaning something? Is there any way that – I know we just spoke about it with the Pro Bowl, probably the same kind of thinking. I'd, yeah, so it's exactly the same but thinking. It's it just Incentivize money, you know, bonuses. Uh, for I, don't, I don't know, like – I think we're also biased because of the state of origin. We want hard-fought, gritty contests like it's an actual game, mm. yeah. whereas the US really doesn't kind of that, lead yeah. to that. Yeah, it's about the... But I think just an exhibition. Just but I yeah, think the main thing is yeah. Seeing it these needs to be entertaining. It has to be entertaining. If it's not entertaining, not yeah. watching it. So if all these guys well, go State out, of origin is pretty entertaining. <laughs> it is because it's... Because it, it can be something. It, it, can, it can be entertaining in different yeah. ways is what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I get what you mean. So... Though it's not a gritty contest, can it be entertaining? And yeah, if both teams score two hundred points, as long as some of that, it's just as I've gone back and forth and just easy buckets. You know, that's we want to see big dunks. We want to see you know deep three throw points. Yeah, you you want to yeah. you want to have like an interesting, fun contest, which mm. is entertaining. Yeah, it's uh, there's no answer. I don't think it's it's too much money uh, involved in these guys' regular contracts. To make it anything more than it is, and, and it's an exhibition. Yeah. So, mm. so kudos to the guys that get picked. It's yeah. you know, it's a big thing to have a new resume. It's it's a yeah. you know, a, a a nod to the to the fellas that are performing in the NBA. It's good to see guys like Wiggins and Morant, uh, you know, and Fred Van Vliet and these guys that haven't really you know been there before or, or, or been there much. But um, mm. yeah, it's 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 an exhibition and. We'll, We'll see. Take the over. Talk, talking about taking the overs. The overs will probably be about <laughs> three hundred and twenty. So easy. <laughs> yeah. So take that. Uh, if you wouldn't mind bringing up the standings, monks. 
in uh, in the NBA. I was having whilst you do that, I was having a little chat this week with a few of the mm-hmm. boys. Who who is going to be a one club man out of the current players in the NBA? Steph Steph Curry comes to mind. Outside of that, we just saw the trade deadline, and you know teams going mad. You never we, know, like with Steph we saw like. we saw Dirk Nowitzki do it. Um, oh God, who else did it? But you, know, you never know, like Curry, like maybe they get rid of Drummond, they get rid of uh, Thompson. Like he's got nothing. They got a new Green, coach in the Green. Sorry. Um, they're, they're, tr- they're trying to rebuild that team. Steph might be like, I don't really want to spend three years rebuilding. I'm going to go elsewhere. Like Possibly. things can change yeah, yeah, like sure. really quickly. Yeah, sure. It's really hard to say. Like it's uh, it's, it's a business. It's a business. You yeah. could say like uh, Embiid might spend his, most of his career there, but same thing. Like he might go. He's still got plenty. Of I haven't won. I haven't won a, yeah. a championship here, and I can't really get what I'm needing. Mm. And or maybe I'll go join these other two over here and we'll make a run. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, a first, a first like, 10 years of your career, like most of these guys probably stay at one spot for the first 10. And then oh, get in the back end. If they're elite. If yeah. they're elite. Yes. Giannis comes to mind. Giannis, yeah. Giannis could be a one-club one con dude. Uh, Rickens just, just uh, let us know. Uh, Curry is the Warriors. I, that's, I, that's probably the <laughs> only way. If I had to put money on someone out of this current group of guys staying yeah. at one club, it would be Steph Curry. Uh, I think they've got all of them will have long ten years, and then you have that. You basically get to that point in your career where you have that conversation with yourself: with Can I re- win more championships here? Should do I want to chase rings, or am I happy just doing what I'm doing? Well, let's think about, do I love the city? What about what about Dame Lillard? Say for example, same at, thing at, at Portland. I know. I, I think he's the complete opposite. I think Dame is a guy that's that's probably thinking I'm not going to ever win anything here, and I'm essentially a generational talent. Give me a bit of money and I'll, and I'll and I'll go chase a ring somewhere, you know, wherever that may be. Wherever that may be, we just saw CJ McCollum get out of Portland. Uh, you can't imagine mm. uh, Dame would want to stay around there much longer. Uh, you never know. He he. Yeah. I, again, you don't know the person. He could be content. I, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I just well, like in like a small market team. I, I would think most of the guys being elite NBA basketball players that they have that competitive drive they want to win championships which is always going to be the problem mm. if there's a better opportunity to potentially win championships wouldn't you take that even if it's curry like i don't think it's going to happen anytime soon i think steph steph and dame are two different ballparks currently but if steph if the warriors you're, go you're, the way you're thinking in five years time and exactly. it'll change in five years yeah, exactly time. Yeah. So, like do i ever see these guys being 100 percent one mm. club guys their entire mm. careers Potentially not because there will be a point where they'll have that conversation with themselves. Is, do I need to go elsewhere to potentially add more rings? Uh, again. A do, ring. Oh, a <laughs> ring. Well, curry, it's adding to the rings. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. And do, is he trying to chase rings to then well, chase well, a LeBron, MJ kind of record? Thing? Here's, here's something that's going to support your argument. Tom Brady. Three years ago, if you said to me Tom Brady would play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next year, I would fucking laugh in your face. <laughs> I, would, I would have laughed True. in your face. I would have. I would have. So, so in possibly supporting your argument there, yeah, maybe Steph, when he gets a bit older, he goes, okay, well, I might do a TB12 and try and continue yeah. my legacy. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's hard to even imagine what, what goes through these guys' heads. When mm. the the money's is is so crazy and um and yeah, well, it's the money similar elsewhere, but you got better chances of winning, doing better there, playing with more elite talent. Like look at LeBron, would... look at KD, look at mm. you know, 
Well, that's the thing as well. Like for because NBA is still team sport, but still for players very individual in terms of accolade. Like LeBron's like I can win championships no matter where I go, sort of thing. It's not like I need. Well, I need to go somewhere where I can control who I bring in. Yeah, that, that as well. Yeah. But I think you sort of you're allowed to your fate's sort of more in your hands a little bit more than the NFL like it's yeah and it's, it's probably the one good thing about the all-star game is these guys get together they get to chat they start scheming start planning like hey let's let's get together in X city and let's make a run at it and someone will go yeah cool let's do that mm. and that's that's how it happens so yeah it's 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 an interesting yarn I'll tell you that much yeah it's uh it's a little bit further to the toilet in the new studio, so I'm going to make more an absolute bolt for it. <laughs> Can you boys run us through the standings in the east and the west and where we're at? And I'll sure, we can finish up the NBA. Catch you before soccer. That's it. Yeah. Well, just before we do that, um, so of current players, there is one current player who's played more seasons with a single team than Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. It's Udonis Haslam for the Miami Heat. He's been playing for the Heat since 2003. He's currently 41 years old. <laughs> I, I, it's probably different for more of the, the role kind of players where they, they're content. That yeah. I'm getting paid and I'm getting staying in my city. I'm, I like what I'm doing. That's it. Just a bit of relief off the bench. They're, they're not the, in the upper echelon of the elite talent trying to chase rings is what yeah. we're getting at. So it, it is, Again, it's a situation. It's individual yeah. and you have to have that conversation with yourself of – what do I want to be? What do I want to do um, going mm. forward? Like if, if Curry's got, I don't know, I can't even think, he's, he's won what, three championships currently? Your guess is than mine. Uh, <laughs> you know, if he wants to chase Ron or MJ's records, like I want to win more championships than they did, maybe mm. Golden State's not the right area. Who knows? A lot can change in a couple of years. Roster turnover is big. You yep. know, he might be like, "Gold State, give me what I want, or I'll go elsewhere." And they'll they'll probably go, "Here's all the things. <laughs> don't leave. Save so. your team, and we'll get them for you." Yeah, as, and yeah, that's I suppose the other side as well. Like how how much is the organization willing to back um, someone like a Steph Curry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, you'd think they'd they'd stick true to him, considering how much he's brought to the, them and that city and their records. So. Mm. Anyway, uh, standings. So, yeah, moving into the standings. Um, so, we start off at the Eastern Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, we have currently got the Miami Heat um, sitting on top of the conference. I think still top as well. The Bulls, I think, have fallen from second to third with Cleveland actually popping up there, which is quite impressive. Yeah, so both Heat and Cleveland on a bit of a winning streak at the moment. Mm-hmm. Not as good as the Raptors, but we'll get to them in a second. Yeah. Um, it's straight for the Raptors is not bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, round out the, I guess top six. We've got Heat, Cavs, Bulls, Bucks, Seventy Sixers, and the Raptors. And then you've got what Celtic, Nets, and there'll be a third uh, Hornets and Hawks. Hawks. Yeah. It's kind of sliding in there. Finally, they're going to get into <laughs> that that playoffs. Um, play Anyone want to talk about those, the net, have you spoken about the Nets? No, slide? we haven't talked about their slide yet. But ten not, in a row. Right. Ten in a row. Yeah, the two and a half men. <laughs> Without KD, they can't do it. It's one and a half men. Yeah, and now the one's gone. That <laughs> was half a man. Yeah, the, and there's been all the chat about Harden, you know, forcing his way out of a second team in as mm. many years. Mm. So there's probably a whole bunch of shit that's been going on in the background. Whether that now changes, do we then see both 76ers and Nets kind of 
rising up that that leaderboard a, a little bit or Nah, I don't know. Nets have got a lot of Brooklyn, Brooklyn yeah. we just spoke about it. In the, in the short term, they lost that trade. Maybe in the long term, they won. But mm. I, I think in the short term, they lost the trade. So, no, I don't I don't see Brooklyn going back up. up yeah, the who knows? Maybe Ben Simmons comes out and he's on an absolute heater and he just, <laughs> he, he just goes Suddenly remembers how to throw uh, yeah, like sink threes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's looking like... We've got that jersey right there. Yeah. But, you know... We still, I still, I still want to see him succeed. Yeah, still want to I see him succeed. I suppose also touching on that and like him coming across the nets, having Paddy Mills, hopefully that bit of a mentor, yeah, role. mentor role, um, that Aussie connection there. Yeah. So get him just what he needs at the right time. I think yeah. for me, the main one though is the Hawks kind of moving up that ladder a little bit, mm-hmm. um, getting getting into that tenth spot. What about the Knicks? They've been disappointing in the yeah. A's, haven't they? Mm. Given their year last year, I yeah. think Julius Randle looks. A step behind where he was. I've seen some stuff of him getting in into it with the coaches and the sidelines. Yeah, lines, yeah so he's fired I, I up. just, I just, mm. I don't e- think they're happy at the moment. ESPN ran an ad last week. Uh, I don't know if it was in America, but it was definitely down here, down mm. under, when they were playing the Lakers, and they said two top five stars of the NBA going at it: LeBron James and Julius Randle. And I was like, hey. <laughs> like, like Julius Randle's an easy, great player. Don't get me wrong. He's good, wrong, but, but he's not that but good. Top five. <laughs> Just to sell this game? Come on, man. <laughs> Just for me to tune in? Yeah, come on. Yeah. I was going to watch it anyway. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and yeah, well, I think we've spoken about it before. Pacers, Magic, Pistons. Done. Mm. They're all done. Let's look at the West. Yep. Phoenix. Yeah, so no real surprises well, there, I guess. Well, well Warriors dropped two, so that gives the Phoenix mm. Suns a four and a half game <laughs> lead. Uh, on them, and then well, the Grizzlies, Jazz, Mavs, all been playing good. Have we hit the three? Oh no, we're almost at midway because of the All Stars. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're slightly mm. past. Slightly, slightly past. Yeah. Mm. I was going to ask if we hit three quarters, but yeah, slightly past halfway. Yeah, again, understanding how no. your brain works. <laughs> really understand. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nugs, Wolves, Clippers, can, can Lakers, you go back to Pels, all lost a little bit uh, this week. Uh, yeah, nothing new to, to record that much, I don't think. No, no. nothing's moving. I think Nuggets probably the only real movers in that list. Timberwolves maybe moving down slightly. I think the Lakers is probably the biggest concern in this. Yeah, why do they stink so bad when <laughs> when, 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 when AD and LeBron played together? Why are they dropping games? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like a lot of it's been, oh, yeah, you know, when AD's out, that's, that's a massive out. Yeah, sure, sure, when LeBron's out, that's a massive out. When those two play together, they shouldn't drop games to fucking Sacramento. Do you know what I mean? Not at all. They, they, mm. shouldn't, they shouldn't be losing games like that. Yeah. What's the bottom of that, that ladder there, James? Because I just, yeah, Rockets have well done there. They've fallen a long way. I think Pelicans is probably an interesting one. They're sneaking in there at the 10th spot currently. Yeah, just picked up CJ McCollum. That'd be interesting. Yeah, we'll be interested to see how that looks. The two LA teams is probably what you're interested in there. Yeah, both both, nine, so. both going unders. And look, yeah. Clippers with no with no Kawhi and, and PG thirteen been there a little bit. Uh, pretty hard. Pretty hard to <laughs> Well considering the Lakers behind them <laughs> and mm. where they're at at the moment. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Should we move forward to our other round ball game? Go for it. Yeah. I'll be back. So let's talk about our Socceroos. Socceroos. Yeah, have not done themselves any favours. Mate, they lost. Well, no, they didn't lose. They drew 
late yeah. last week uh, in Kevin Muscat, Muscat No Man. <laughs> Repeat of a joke from last week. No, um, can you have a look at our run home? We've got we've got to still play Saudi Arabia and Japan, both those sides ahead of us uh, by a considerable margin. Highly unlikely that we that we uh, get into that top two, uh, given that we've probably have to win out and we need a few favours uh, from some other sides. Really shot, shot ourselves in the foot because I kind of put this down as a win. Um, we kind of put China down as, as a win earlier and uh, and both those games uh, weren't able to get it. Um, and this it was a bit of a soft penalty, actually. Um, anyways, that aside, what what's ahead is, is taking on Japan here and Saudi Arabia away, I believe. Um, UAE is the third place side in the other Asian group. Um, so if we were to finish third, most likely face them and then have to go through fifth in South America, which could be Colombia, could be Uruguay, some classic battles in the past, could be Chile. Uh, probably don't want any of those. We don't want any of that no. to happen. It's, it's looking uh, highly likely, unfortunately. It's pretty simple now for the Socceroos. Uh, have, to, have to win out and then hopefully... Uh, jump up into into second position. How many points behind uh, Japan and Saudi Arabia are we, Max? Yeah, so we're currently sitting on 15 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saudi Arabia's at 19 and Japan's at 18. Okay, so if we beat both of them, good, good chance we're okay. Lose a game and we literally can't catch the Saudis. And yep. uh, if, if we lost to Japan, that would be that done too. Uh, what's the goal difference like? Yep, so... We've actually got a pretty favourable goal difference. We're sitting at plus nine at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Saudi Arabia is sitting at plus five. Japan's at plus six. So if so we can really than, get so better than both. All right. Yeah, if we can really get that win against Japan, that's that's that's, that's, hu- huge. that's huge. That's huge, and try and, and try and get into second place. It's mm-hmm. it's when is that match? Uh, uh, it's March twenty four. It's my birthday, I think. Yep. March, March twenty four. Well, yeah. That's how I remembered that. Don't really want to think about how old I'm turning, but um, <laughs> yeah. So, so we're, we're mm. well over a month away. We're, we're six weeks away, but uh, have to have to win out. You'd think four points. Four points would be interesting, especially if we beat Japan and were to get an away an away uh, draw at, at Saudi Arabia. That mm. might do us just enough, but it's pretty cutthroat, man. If you finish third, I look. Anything can happen, but I uh, I highly highly doubt uh, our ability to to not only just get through the UAE, but then to go beat uh, the fifth place team in South, South America in a one off. Yeah, last thing we want to do is go to South America. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Um. Obviously, in the past, you know, John Aloisi Stadium Australia <laughs> penalty goal against Uruguay. I was fifteen. He was taking his shirt off. I already had my shirt off. <laughs> I was that pumped up. Uh, never seen us go to a World Cup before. I'd, I don't really want it to go to that kind of level. And and just mm. the, the talent in South. Like, I don't see us going through Chile or, or Colombia um, if, mm. if it was to happen. But, yeah, it's it, we've really that, – that two points hurts. That really, mm. really hurts because if, ha- if we had to finish that game and got that two – you know, got that two extra points – um, you know, you're on the heels of Japan. You're within striking distance of, of Saudi. Uh, four points is is a, is a lot uh, to be behind Saudi Arabia, uh, even though we play them 
play them once. I think their other game, um, it's not it's not Japan. It's one of the weaker sides. So mm. yeah, it's yeah. um it's going to be a hard uh, hard slog. Have you got um uh, con 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 me bowl there, South America? Yeah, yeah. So um, Brazil, Argentina, Argentina are obviously going through. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on. F- uh, 39, 35 points each. Mm-hmm. Uh, we currently have Ecuador sitting in at third at 25. Ecuador. See, yeah. this, this is tight. From Ecuador pretty much to Chile, six points. Mm. And that's – they played 15, they play 18. They play 18 over there. Is yeah. It, oh, they, they've all, no, they've all played 16. 16. Only, only two games to go. Yeah. Um, so, so Ecuador is probably through. Yeah. Then it's tight. Uruguay, Peru – Chile, Colombia, yep. could be any of them. It could be so, and but yeah. at the moment it's Peru. Yeah, fifth would be Peru. Yep, that's what we're looking at. Um, tough ask, tough ask, mate. Let's let's hope, let's hope it doesn't go down to that. I think that game mm. in Australia, it's going to be uh, Telstra Stadium, mm-hmm. uh, March twenty fourth. I think it's yep. sold out. Australia and Japan. Uh, so let's go. Let's fucking yeah, right. go. That Socceroos. would be awesome. Mm. Yeah. Imagine if we miss out. Quite disappointing. This will be the last World Cup of 32 teams. The next World Cup will be 48. Uh, so hopefully we're a bit more more regular. <laughs> more regular when uh, a quarter of the teams in the world make the World Cup, hopefully. Hopefully. Mm. hopefully. Mm. Let's uh, let's go to the EPL. Um, yeah, fuck it. We'll talk about Kurt Zuma first. <laughs> when, when the boys said you know, a little bit of animal abuse, he was kicking a cat, I was like, oh, yeah, it's probably not justifying it, but it was probably a stray cat in his, you know, that – was pissing in his uh, backyard or, you know, being a general nuisance, not justifying that, of course. It's his own cat. It's his cat. <laughs> it's his own pet. And uh, him and the boys, yeah. I don't know what's going on, but there's yeah. videos of him kicking it and throwing it across the room and just being a general knob. Uh, yeah. Very lucky, actually, to miss out on Mop of the Week. Uh, you, you get an honorary Mop there, Kurt, oh, Kurt Zuma. Yeah. Uh, and a bit of a slap on the wrist, actually. I think he got a one-game suspension... And maybe one more uh, game in terms of match fees. So they didn't really come down too hard on the West Ham, former Chelsea centre-back. West Ham, of course, having themselves an absolute year. They sit in fourth place at the moment, and we want to talk about that battle for fourth. Uh, Arsenal are a point behind with two games in hand. United absolutely shat the bed uh, the last few weeks. Drew with Burnley. They're sitting sixth and... Tottenham Hotspur's shit in the bed too. It's it's anyone's game. Wolves still there in eighth. Yeah, you'd think Brighton are probably um, a little bit too far behind. But that that battle for fourth is really really interesting. Um, United boys, they they pick up not only do they pick up Ronaldo, arguably the best player in the world. Yep. Pick mm. up a lot Rafa, of people's Rafael Varane from from uh, Real Madrid, uh, an elite centre back. Uh, they've got Paul Pogba, who you know shows shows class here and there. That team on paper, it should be them, City, Liverpool, Chelsea, duking and out at the top. What is going on? Obviously, we had the sacking of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer earlier in the season. Why is this team struggling to put away Burnley, who is coming dead last? And what are the implications of it? Because we're talking about one of the biggest football clubs in the world. Yeah, you might have hit the nail on the head with stability, maybe. They're just... Yeah. And consistency. They're... they're mm. Or maybe maybe the top end, the top end is is unreal in your your Ronaldo and your Pogba's, your Verano's, your De Gea's, but maybe having Fred and McTominay as you know your holding midfielders, maybe mm. not on that same 
level. Uh, but yeah, sixth sixth is underwhelming at the moment for Manchester United. Granted, they're, granted, they're a point away from four. So there's 15 <laughs> games left. The, the thing that, that that does concern a little bit is is Spurs are, are three. Uh, three points behind, but they have two games in hand. Yeah. Two games in hand there. Mm-hmm. And Arsenal, who are ahead of them on, on goal difference, same on points, are also have a game in hand. So when you look at that, it's a little bit deceiving. That sixth place might, should possibly read more like a seventh or an eighth. Yes. <sighs> it's going to be cha- challenging. Arsenal definitely played a lot better than they did at the start of the year. Yeah, so. yeah. They started really, really yeah. poorly. So I'm not sure. Uh, it's going to be a good battle. I did want to ask you one question, though. Mm. Do you think Liverpool can catch City? I, the whole year I've been going, nah, it's it, like, not the whole year, but, you know, the last three months at least, I'm like, oh, it's boring. City have got this wrapped up. <laughs> rah, rah, rah. And then they actually, we spoke about it last pod. They um, they, they suffered, a, suffered a loss, and mm-hmm. I think they had a draw since, since then, mm-hmm. uh, which actually gives Liverpool nine, nine points behind and a game behind. So... Within striking distance, within two games, you'd say. Uh, the, the problem is, as a Manchester United fan, is uh, who who is the lesser evil? <laughs> City or Liverpool? I know we've spoken about it before. We've looked at <laughs> polls and, and most most United people say Liverpool is actually the bigger enemy yeah, than City. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's 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 something, and, and I think it's something that soccer needs to address. If you look at the other leagues... Uh, Bayern are going to absolutely walk it in mm. in Bundesliga, win their tenth in a row. Ten, ten mm. in a row. Uh, PSG have wrapped up Ligue 1. Um, Syria and La Liga are still in the balance, but mm. it's it's all it's all the big clubs doing their thing, doing their thing. And I think it's a problem with soccer. Like I, I think as 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 people that are used to. You know, has sal- the money. salary caps yeah. and, you know, any team, you know, being able to maybe rebuild in a few years and, and turn it around. Fuck, imagine being in Germany and, <laughs> and not going for, for Bayern. Yep. Ten year, ten in a row. Yeah. And, and, he's <laughs> like, and, it's, and it's like, you know, the, the season's still got four months left and you're like, oh, we'll just hand it, give that man the $10,000 right now, you know. Yeah, it's hands my man shit. And it's, I don't want to say boring, it's a world game, but it's... It, it does. It wanes your interest. It wanes your interest when you're on the other side of the world, mm. and 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 Bayern's going to walk into their tenth title. Yeah, the EPL is closer, but to take your point. The top three of clear everyone's. Yeah, it's set. It's, it's, set. it's probably going to be those three in some order. Um, most likely, one probably going to stay where he is, and two and three might switch. Uh, but we're talking about fourth. We're talking about who's going to finish fourth. Well, that's, that's right. That's, the that's right. There's, there's still a third of the season left, and we're talking about that fourth Champions League spot yeah. being more interesting than the actual the actual title race. However, like you said, look, stranger things have happened. Liverpool's nine points behind with a game in hand. It's not out of the realm of possibility yeah. that, that, that they do catch yeah, City. I agree. Uh, but yeah, it, it is. It is strange. It's. It seems like it's becoming a little bit more one-sided, especially especially in Germany and especially in France. Yeah, I agree. Um, just check our Newcastle watch. Uh, can you just scroll down? I think. Way? I think they're out of relegation. I think, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They're a point clear of Norwich and a game ahead. So all that foreign <laughs> investment, they're looking forward to a big year next year, uh, getting a bit of oil money coming through. Uh, yeah, so they yes. are they are currently sitting in seventeenth behind a woeful Everton uh, at sixteenth. Uh, 
yeah, we could we could talk about Everton for a few minutes if if we if we wanted to, uh, in terms of teams <laughs> underperforming. Manchester United. Have you met Everton? Everton. Have you met Manchester United? <laughs> Down the bottom there, Norwich, Watford, Burnley in the relegation zone. There's still yeah. a third of the year left. Strang- stranger things have happened. Mm. You know, Leicester won the fucking thing a few years ago. Let's not let that <laughs> escape our mind. Well, Burnley still have four games in hand, according to that. So. Uh, two, three. Yeah, three. They've got three, three, three on, on Norwich. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. You'd think, you'd think. That, uh, that City get the job done and the race for fourth is more interesting going forward. Okay. And Kurt Zuma mm. stops kicking cats. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hope he does that. Yeah. What's that, uh, yeah. that show? Eight out, eight out of ten cats? Oh, yeah. Eight out of ten cats think <laughs> Kurt Zuma's a fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, work that in anyway. Yeah. yeah. Good show, yeah. actually. I'll have it's, a, it is good. It's yeah, good fun. The get the comedians. comedians. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievably yeah. smart. She's a yeah. United fan, I'm pretty sure. Mm. I did 10 catch shout out. Don't have them all. Uh, well, before we move on, yep. uh, I think, I'm not sure if it was Sean that mentioned this earlier on in the week, but uh, Christian Eriksen is yeah. back Ooh, in yes. the EPL. Yes, he is. Um, that would have been a good shout out here. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Rather um, than fucking koalas. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're in danger, bro. <laughs> <laughs> They've got chlamydia and they're they in danger. Chlamydia. I'm good. I'm good. They're dirty little uh, koalas. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he got picked up by um, Brentford this week. Massive, massive. Brentford, oh, sorry. Said he's keen to play, so yeah. So what? What were we, we were on Steamers Bucks, weren't we? When uh, at the Euros he went yes. down. Yeah. That was yes. June last year. Mm-hmm. So so eight eight months. Um, you know, getting his heart, his ticket worked on. Uh, essentially went close close to to, to passing away. Yep. Great yeah. great news for for anyone. You know, this is a nice human. Definitely. You know, uh, uh, you. Sport aside, this is a nice human story to see to see someone, um, you know, go to the brink and and recover mm. and and re- yeah. you know come come to the APL and um, you know granted it's not Tottenham but you know Brentford fans I'm sure will be happy to have have the day and, and uh, yeah just yep. wishing him all the best going forwards after some very very crazy scenes last year. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. I wish him good health, definitely. Yeah, bloody oath. Mm. Africa Cover Nations, our favourite cup. <laughs> uh, boys, I said, I said Egypt. I said Egypt from the start. They yeah, went a bee's dick away. Did. Yeah, did they win? No, they didn't win. No, they didn't win. Can you bring up Senegal? Bring up Senegal's team. I think when I was going through the teams, I may have been uh, a little bit tunnel vision. Perhaps yeah. I thought Mohamed Salah. Ooh, yeah, Salah. I thought <laughs> this striker. Uh, obviously, I, understandable. I, you know, Shout out to Sadio Mane, uh, obviously excellent, excellent player. But look at the depth, the depth across this Senegalese team. Uh, it's probably no wonder that they actually got the job done, even though it was a penalty shootout. Yeah. Um, that said, uh, their 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 team is is actually pretty fucking stacked. All right, let's go, let's go, let's oh, go. Oh, hang on. Bring up, bring it up on on a on a wiki on a wiki, Wikipedia. Go. Uh, uh, Sen- it's the Senegal. most accurate uh, information. <laughs> well, it is, and uh, we spoke about this during the week at Joseph Pepsi Burns, <laughs> and it got changed <laughs> the next day. It got changed the next day. Uh, Full disclosure: we changed Joe Burns. Um, <laughs> we changed his Wikipedia for a day to say that his middle name was Pepsi because it turns out his middle name is the same middle name as mine, and we believe it's spelt without the H. Yes. That's what I had on his certificate for whatever degree he business, got. I think it's business. Business degree? Yeah. Shout out to Joe Burns. So his Wikipedia uh, is incorrect. 
It is spelt correctly with the H, but that's incorrect because it's spelled incorrectly. We got the team down there. All right, Tom. Let's talk about Senegal. Edward Mendy. <laughs> they've got the, they've got Chelsea's keeper, so yep. that that's got to prick your eyes up. Uh, mm-hmm. Their their captain uh, Kulabali. He's he's at Napoli, who are mm-hmm. currently leading uh, City R. Mm-hmm. They've got a guy at Milan, Toure. Mm. Uh, they've got a guy at Bayern Munich. We were just talking about how they're dominating in Bernasar. Uh, they've got a guy at Leicester in uh, in Mendy. Idris Aguilar. He's at PSG. Uh, and and obviously Sadio Mane up front is Malasar at Watford. That's there's some fucking pretty big clubs right there to come out of a little country out of Western Africa. Uh, well, so, that's so perhaps keep mm-hmm. an eye on them going yeah. forward to Qatar. Uh, mm-hmm. How far away Ooh, are yeah. we? When can you look up uh, start of the World Cup? Is it a... should be July. July, I think July. It'd be, have to be around then. So we're, we're less than six months oh, away. Yeah, doing so so keep, keep keep an eye. No, isn't it later in the year? Oh, they're they're going November. November. No, yeah. November. I, thought, yeah. I thought I was like, it's, it's well, later. Yeah, July's going to be middle of summer. summer. It's fucking the, hot in the fucking desert. <laughs> nah, bro. All the stadiums are aircon. They're, they're, they're delivering on all their promises. <laughs> they deserve the World Cup. Anyways, that, that's <laughs> enough on on the round ball. Let's do some final round chat. A massive final round. UFC two seven one. Izzy Whitaker two and the, the yeah. fight before it. Derek Lewis, Bam Bam, Ty Shui Vasa. Uh, mm. Boys, how do we want, do you want to do this top to bottom? Yeah, might as well. Might right, as well. We'll just run through it. Good. So UFC two seventy one uh, snuck up on us a little bit. That's why I think it was, about this. It was only two weeks between drinks, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. And it's big card. Oh, potentially even maybe. <laughs> Oh, no, the other one had two title fights on it. I think there's more the, name value on this well, card. Well, and down under, de- like this. It's a big like card for, for us. For, yeah, for exactly. a big card for, for, for us. Australians for slash Kiwis. Kiwis. Yeah, yeah, it's a big card yeah. for us. For Anzacs, it's a fucking massive, massive card. Definitely. Middleweight yeah. championship of the world, Israel mm-hmm. Adesanya. He's got one loss, a style bender. He's going to uh, go up against the number one uh the, the, the contender in terms of Robert Whittaker uh, fighting out of Australia. Boys, it's a bit of a shame that this is over in the States. It would have been great mm. to get this Had down get under. However, the fighters pretty much all have packed up packed up and moved <laughs> over there considering you know, COVID stuff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Makes it easier. What are, you, what are your thoughts on Adesanya 1, uh, Adesanya Whitaker 1? Uh, Adesanya just outclassed Whitaker. Yeah, I, I didn't like Whitaker's game plan. He tried to come forward um, mm. in a hurry to try and like close it out quickly. Sure. Um, and that kind of really played well to Israel and um, he just counterpunched the shit out of him. Yeah. So I wonder, I think Robert's probably going to be a bit more reserved in this one. He's going he's to be a bit gun shy, you'd think? Not gun shy, but take his time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. whether he... Tries to close the distance into more of the, you know, using some of his wrestling um, mm. Ackerman, uh, kind of like Yarn did against Israel, because Yarn is like two through, you know, 20 to 30 pounds heavier than Israel, <laughs> and, you know, really used that to dominate him holding down. So mm. Mm. Um, to get that one loss you've got there in Israel's record. Yeah, we're also we're, at a different, you know, well, it is different, different yeah, weight class. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, Whitaker's not kind of that level, but Whitaker's. Clearly the number one in that division and has been uh, dominating everyone else um, coming through. Mm. Um, 
He says he's been on his socials, he's eating whatever the fuck he wants. Just because <laughs> yeah. he can. Yeah, because yeah. he can. I saw yeah. him in bed. I don't even know what it was. It looked like a lot of sugar and a lot of carbs. <laughs> and this was like last night, like like two nights out from his fight. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. No. Israel's going to come in super confident. Um, I don't know. I think my point is I think Robert will play a more technical fight in this mm. and see where mm. he can push Israel into situations that may be more beneficial to him. Sure. Um, I don't think he's going to come in, you know, coming straight forward, guns blazing. No, you can't. You can't do that against. against I, I, don't, I don't think that's it's the way. I, I think you're trying to take away his weapons. Um, you know, trying to get him to fight off the back foot probably didn't work as well as he thought Whitaker thought it mm-hmm. would it too. So, I'm not. Sh- I really don't know how this will go. Um, you, you're not you're not confident either way. I'm not confident. I've, I think a Israel should be the favourite, and uh, yep. um, mm. potentially is most likely to win this. Uh, but Whitaker just has something that I think he potentially could win. Like again, it's just fifty fifty chance he would step in that cage. Um, I'm, I'm just, I just I just can't see what he's going to do. I, I I think it, he might be more reserved, try to get Israel to come forward, and in the process, he might try to take him down, and then see what he can do ground wise and. <laughs> Uh, how Israel interacts with that. Maybe that's the game plan. I, I don't know mm. what, what they're going to be planning to come in out for this one. I'm going to slightly disagree. I think Izzy uh, is the short price favourite and is for a reason. I yeah. think he, he should be able to s- s- just stand back. No one can take him down. His kickboxing is elite. Mm. Uh, yeah, if, if Whitaker can, can take him to the ground, maybe it's a little bit of a different story. But mm. I, I, just, I just haven't seen... Obviously, we had the loss against Blahovic going up. Yeah, that's up. Uh, I just haven't seen at, at middleweight anyone really threaten Israel Adesanya. Uh, mm. I, I think I think he gets a job done here, and I think he does it reasonably comfortably. Again, much like the Super Bowl, I I don't have. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah, I I like both these guys. Yeah, but know, one a good fight. Exactly, one out of New Zealand, one out of Australia. Uh, is he? Uh, fighting now under the Nigerian flag, and you know, and taking it up for lanky guys, you know, <laughs> just, just kind of like skinny, skinny dudes. Not comparing myself to him or anything like that, but uh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I don't dislike either of these, of these guys. Yeah. But from what I've seen, and no disrespect to Robert Whitaker, he deserves to be there. Mm. But I just I don't see him getting through Izzy in this one. Monks, do you have any kind of differing opinion? No, not really. I think yeah, Izzy is that level that everyone needs to compete at mm. at the moment and no one's really at that mm-hmm. level yet. Whitaker's obviously being number one contender has potential, but I'm just looking through the tail of the tape there, that reach advantage for Izzy. It's massive. It's and massive. It's and, 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 and we talk about him losing to Yarn. He went up and went five rounds at mm. light heavyweight. Mm. Yeah. Like, like, come on. Like, how is anyone at middleweight going to – Gonna go like stand toe to toe with him. I just can't see it. Yeah, that's it. Um, and Whitaker does have some BJJ background as sure. well, and that's what we so say. That's if if like and Sean it's mentioned. a big if, it's a big if. If Robbie could get him to the ground, yeah, maybe maybe there's a little bit of a of an advantage there. But yeah, but I, I just don't see it happening. No, closing that gap, getting a takedown, it's yeah, it's gonna be hard. I just think he's got pretty good takedown defense. Um, so he's not pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> so Whitaker doesn't get taken dead. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Whitaker shooting is going to be very hard. I think. Um, yeah. Watch the other thing that concerns me about Whitaker watching all his recent fights is uh, he always gets hit with a shot that really um, 
he doesn't have a chin at this point. Right. The, yeah. uh, the, mm. well, the fights with Urell really um, t- took it out of him, in my and opinion. And to be fair, the, we're talking about power at middleweight. <laughs> yeah. Yoel Romero yeah. has to be pretty yeah. much at the top of that list. That, that's that's yeah. probably my my biggest concern is mm. like every time – like he's won and he's had a – Winning, but he, he always takes a shot in one of those fights, and you're just like, Oh, fuck off, I'm flexed on there. <laughs> so, uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's, yeah, you, know, you could get blasted early, and then that's it. Um, but either way, let's, uh, let's hope for a good fight and then last a bit longer than the first mm. one did. What are the Definitely. odds say? I think uh, Izzy is a reasonably short favorite. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, he's sitting at $1.31 at the moment. Uh, Whitaker's out at $3.26. Um, we've got Merthed round combo, um, favourite f- is in Izzy's corner at TKO first round. Um, but overall method of victory will be Izzy by points at $2.40. By points? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it was interesting because those numbers on the bottom of that kind of led towards that if it went to decision, that Whitaker wins a lot of decisions. And it makes sense because he, he's... He has that style where he can land a lot mm. continuously, mm. you know, that jabbing, kicking kind of style um, to win points. I, I suppose mm. the thing that kind of skews that is that is he's so good at knocking oh, knock knock Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if he can make it there, then maybe. But, yeah, he's got to make it there. That's the point. Indeed. Mm. Speaking yeah. of a fight that probably no one wants to go to the distance. <laughs> no. Uh, we've, been, we've been harping on it. We wanted the UFC to put some respect on Bam Bam Ty Shui Vasa's name. Yeah. And what have they done? They've given him... He's a, number three. Good luck. They gave him number three. They've given Derek him every Lewis. opportunity. Uh, and I imagine the odds that we'll get to in a second probably don't reflect the true uh, nature of of taking on the Black Beast. Uh, we are talking about Derek Lewis and Ty Shui Vasa. Uh, how long ago was Ty's fight um, where, where he won? It was... It was fucking November, wasn't it? It wasn't. A, it was a couple of months ago. His last fight, yeah, it wasn't. It lo- wasn't too long ago. November, it December, maybe. December eleven. December eleven. Yeah. Yep. Um, up against uh, Augusto Sakai. Yeah, um, and, sm- yep. and smoked him. Smoked yeah. him. Yeah. Smoked him. So taking that on quick mass, two months, two months. What do we see happening here, lads? Uh, firefight. Whoever lands the bazookas first, probably going to win. That's yes. That's what I hope for. We do think about when Lewis fought in Ghana, obviously different different circumstances. That, that was well, a, one of the most boring fights of all time. That was a one-off. There was a rarity, I think, in that one. No, was look, that because both guys just well, Lewis, respected, Lu- respected the other's power so much? Maybe. I, I, I think uh, Nagano was trying to get over Michik and was gun-shy and Lewis had back in, uh, back injury going into that. Mm. So uh, he, he was just trying to make his way through it. But, yeah. Uh, I don't think this will go that way, and I don't think any heavyweight fight since then has gone that way. Um, oh, anyway, to a, during the week, said if he wins, he'll happily do a cuppy um, mm. from Derek. Lewis, <laughs> so, um, all in for that. Explain to listeners what a cuppy uh, is. Well, imagine a shoey, <laughs> yep. but you replace the it's shoe a, with the other fighter's uh, cup, which pe- uh, protects his strap. Yeah, yep. protects his yep. genitalia. Thoughts. Uh, might be a bit extra bitty. More bitter than I'd say the shoe would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A bit more bitty. A bit more bitty. A bit more bitter. If uh, he hasn't it, caught anything from shoeies, he's going to catch something from that cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, do you think the, how do you think the koalas got chlamydia? Like, doing <laughs> Allegations. All that, just yeah. allegations. I'll tell you what. I, I for yeah. one, if I just won like a massive fight against it, like an opponent like Derek Lewis, 
Yeah, if you knock I, him out, he'll like, bro, can I borrow your cup? So <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, I'd probably do it, to be honest. However, in terms of the opponent that he's facing, Derek Lewis in particular, yeah, it's his, like his cup, his cup, like, like no offence, like Brandon Moreno's cup, yeah, all right, okay. Well, <laughs> but, but, but maybe the, I, see, I see where you're going. You see where I'm going? He's called the Black Beast for a reason. Yeah, Black Beast. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want, to, I don't want to be drinking out of the cup of a man called the Black Beast. <laughs> You know what I mean? you, you, It's a big cup. You're picking up what I'm putting down here. Yeah. It might have uh, pressed against it a little more than other fighters, perhaps. <laughs> Say if I was fighting, you know, <laughs> if I'd knocked myself out, I'd drink it out of the cup because it wouldn't have touched the, the outside of it the whole time. Yeah. Anyway, enough about cuppies and uh, and shoeys or, or whatever happens after this fight. Does uh, does Ty Tuivasa have a chance here, or is he out of his depth taking on? Taking on the number three and, and former title contender in Derek Lewis. And, and this. It's heavyweight, you yeah. always have a chance. In heavyweight, you got a chance, especially in this kind of fight as well. Like, if, if it was Steve Bay, different story. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have a chance at all. But against Derek Lewis, this is the kind of fight that Tua likes and might go his way. Um, I don't like his chances, but hey, I'll get it back to her. Let's say he gets the win. Yeah, fuck it. He's Aussie. He's. He's, he's a madman. Yeah. Like he's an absolute madman. And we like to say it. Yep. Well, you know, blokes up there doing shoeys. Doesn't Agreed. give a fuck. Agree. Get around him. Thoughts, mm. monks? Um, yeah. So you're you're going to be the voice of reason and say, uh, this man is the number three ranked <laughs> man for a reason. Uh, no, I think this is a it's a good fight for um, Tuivasa. Like, he's been needing this fight. Like, he's ranked... Obviously ranked 11th at the moment. Lewis, like you just mentioned, third. This is what he needs to get into the top five. Like, yeah. Um, Coming up four, four wins in a row. Yep. Yeah. He did um, have that losing streak uh, back in 2019 where he lost three. Mm. Uh, Spivach, even of Dos Santos. That's he's it. strung four in a row. Yeah. And like you sort of mentioned, Lewis is a good sort of matchup for him. Both, um, both absolutely elite knockout artists. Yeah. Exactly. So... Yeah, it'll be entertaining. Um, yeah, hopefully. 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 Yeah. Um, I'd like to see it go a little bit further outside of the first round just so <laughs> we can see him see a little bit more fighting. But, yeah, I can also imagine that this is going to be over within the first two minutes. I've got Ty's last four fights here. Second round uh, against Sakai. First round against Greg Hardy. First round against Harry Hunsucker. <laughs> first round against Stefan Struve. There you go. The man can finish. The man can finish, yep. Uh, Odds, if you wouldn't mind. Yep. Um, I think Lewis is... is yeah, Lewis should be favourite. Yeah. And coming through an Australian betting agency, possibly uh, unders, unders, for unders for on Tuivasa. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Um, so Lewis is favourite, it's $1.49. Uh, Tuivasa is the underdog at $2.50. That's coming through Sportsbet, unofficial mm-hmm. dogs of the ESPY. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe maybe um, Shrivas is more like a three dollar kind of option, perhaps. Possibly, yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then method round combo, we've got Lewis first round TKO KO two fifty, and overall method of victory is Lewis with the TKO um, KO at a dollar eighty three. So. He One should, way or another, we kind of... He should be favourite because yeah. of his history and where his ranking is. Like, that makes mm. sense. Yeah. Um, other markets for for this fight? Um, two of us's walkout song. Uh, Elephant, like a virgin by the Wiggles. 
I don't think um, it's going to be favourite, $6. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that. What else have you got? Uh, uh, we've also got uh, Down Under. By Lou. Yeah. I don't think it'll be that either. No. Uh, no effect. Hooligans have. Yeah, it's going to be something West Sydney. It'll be something yeah. West Sydney based, I, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Call me maybe. Kylie Ray Jepsen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sitting uh, fourth there. Man, wouldn't waste money on that. Really? <laughs> no. That's a stupid oh, thing. He seems like the kind of bloke that would yeah. make fun of it. That's an interesting market. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shall we get into the back end of this main card? Jared mm-hmm. Cannonier, the, the killer gorilla. Yeah, Cannonier mm-hmm. and Bronson. Yeah, Derek Brunson. Uh, what do we know about these two fellas? Well, the three and five winner of this, I think it's the winner of the main event. Do you reckon? Straight, straight yeah. up there? Yeah. Well, yeah. So the history, Israel wanted Cannonier if he beat Whitaker. Whitaker won that fight, of course. Yep, yep. Um, which then sent him away. And I think, what has he got there? He beat Gaslam? Yeah, Ga- Ga- Kelvin Gaslam. Yes. So um, I think that makes sense. If he if he wins this, then, yeah, he'll get the winner of the other two. Um, I'm not sure who's in second currently. Um, oh, that'd be uh, Vittori. Oh, it is, yeah, it is Marvin. Yeah, so um, that's, again, he just lost to Israel, so it does make sense for him. So, yeah, that's why these are three and four. Um, Bronson's kind of had a bit of an interesting up and down kind of career. Again, I think he lost to Whitaker mm. recently. So he's, he's quite old as well, th- yeah. pushing 37. He's yeah. on a five-win streak. His last loss is coming mm. to Israel. Iz- Izzy and Ronaldo Souza. Yeah. Since then, has been through... Theodoru, Heinish, Shabazzan, Holland, and Darren Till. Yeah, not Till. huge names there. Holland absolutely dominated that Till, the decision. Till, Till's, Till's probably a bit, but Till's kind of coming up a division as well. Mm-hmm. So not a huge. I, if, if he gets a win against Jared, that's a, ma- a massive win for him. So did um, go the distance um, against Anderson Silva. Yeah, uh, I'd say Kennedy is my favourite in this one. Yeah, I agree. Cannon, he, he's, uh, he doesn't look like a middleweight. He, he's not he's built. built. He's not built like a middleweight. Um, so He's built was the answer. Correct, <laughs> correct. I'll, I'll go with Cannonier. Uh Monks, your tip and what do the odds say? Yeah, yeah I've gone Cannonier as well. Uh, he's favourite at $1.53. Uh, Bron- Brunson is $2.39. Give that one. Moving into the last uh, two car- uh, fights on the main card... Uh, lightweights. Uh, yeah, both lightweights. Alexander Hernandez takes on Renato Moicano. Uh, what do we know about these two? They're a little bit less no, than not known. A huge, yeah. I know more about mm. Bobby Green, I think. Um, yeah, in, yeah, looking in, forward to that one. one. Mm. Mm. Um, both fighters not ranked at the moment. Both yeah, unranked. Um, uh, that's an interesting record there, th- three and three. So Yeah. Uh, Hernandez has gone win, loss, Win, loss, win, loss in his last six. Uh, mm. Losses coming to the likes of Cowboy Cerrone and Thiago mm. Moises. So pretty handy, handy uh, blokes right there. Uh, in terms mm. of Moicano, uh, what do we got here? He's going win, loss, win, loss, loss, win, win. <laughs> yeah. um, has beaten Cubs Swanson. That's, that's pretty interesting. His losses came against Jose Aldo and the Korean Zombie. So... Uh, hmm. Some pretty formidable. So he's uh, coming right up and wait based on that, then. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Uh, yeah. Those fights. It's a bit of filler, um, yes. unfortunately, but that's all right. We'll sometimes be. these lightweight fights where you got you got three good fights at the top of the cards. But sometimes these ones with guys oh, yeah, that you don't right. really know are yeah. fucking awesome. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're well, fighting for contracts. They're fighting exactly, for, yeah, for they're rankings. That's so. right. It's yeah, well, uh, 270, like, we was a bit light on the card, but the, the, the well, early the fights were still end. good. Yeah, so indeed, indeed. Mm. Yeah. Let's talk about Bobby Green, uh, Bobby Green even, and mm. Nazrat Hakpades. I hope I said that right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Green, uh, obviously later in his career, had an unbelievable uh, knockout in his last fight where he was, wasn't was favoured that much. He's mid-30s. He is 30, 30, 30 35, mm-hmm. uh, up against Hakarast, mm. who is 26, so nearly a 10-year age difference here. I tell you what, Bobby Green doesn't look like a 35-year-old fighter, <laughs> even his <laughs> last performance. Nah. Uh do we know much about uh, Hakaras? Uh, he's he lost to Dan, Dan Hooker. That's probably the only thing kind of relevant to us. Um, he's, mm. uh, he's, he's German-born. When to, was that Dan Hooker Af- fight? Afghan parents, I'll tell you. It was September last was September? year, so nearly five months in between. Lightweight mm. for Dan. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, good chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Dan went right through him. That's why I can't remember it, so... Uh, went to decision. Yeah. Anyways, maybe a little bit lighter on the back yeah. end of the main. No card. pun intended there. For indeed, indeed. Mm. Uh, other points of notice: uh, Andre Arlovsky uh, is fighting in the prelim, uh, and we've yeah. got two Aussies on the undercard. Do we not? Casey O'Neill um, yep. is fighting. Um, she is fighting Roxanne Modder- Modderferi in the women's flyweight. Um, the the she fights under the Australian flag. She's she's Scot she's Scottish. She's Scottish. Scottish. She's I think she fights on fights under the UK flag. Um, uh, does she? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I thought her dad was groundskeeper Willie. <laughs> <laughs> King Casey O'Neill. She she hasn't yeah. lost. No, she hasn't lost four fights in the UFC. Oh, I think this is actually. I think she had a big blow up about our Corona. Rules as well. Uh, yeah. uh, so this is why so she's fighting out of UK. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. I think she did use the fight yeah. out of here. Yeah, so anyway, she's take of that her, as, as you will. She started a professional career in Australia. <laughs> fought in one of the Australian um, MMA comps here, um, undefeated in that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, ranked fifteen now, taking on Modafetti, who is ranked yeah. twelve. The so happy, the happy warrior. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> happy, happy is probably not what I'd go with. It's, you know, trying to instill fear mm-hmm. in, in uh, the opposition. Uh, and who else is Aussie on this undercard? Uh, I don't think I saw anyone. Carlos Ulberg is New Zealander. Oh, that's yeah, probably what I was thinking. The Black Jack. Yeah. Taking on the yeah. Water Buffalo, Fabio Charent. Uh, but anyways, it's <laughs> pr- probably the prelim, a, f- a few good fights there on the prelims, but definitely a top-heavy card. Uh, yeah. Can't wait to see Izzy Adesanya and Robbie Whittaker too. And obviously, mm. Ty Shui Vasa taking on Derek yes. Lewis. Will he become Ty Kapi Vasa? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. What, have, what else have we got going forward? Oh, footy. Footy. Footy's yeah. back. Aussie, Aussie. Australian football rugby league. Rugby league. Uh, the Indigenous Maori game is on tonight. Parramatta Stadium. I think uh, not Bankwest anymore. I think they lost sponsorship. Uh, that will be on Darug land up there in Western Sydney. Fourth edition of this format. I must say I do mm. like it better than the old format with the NRL um, All-Stars taking on, you know, every, everyone else. Yeah, you know? the world or whatever Yeah, called, the yeah. world kind of team. I don't think there was that much passion with the world team. Mm. Uh, whereas I think, you know, obviously this you're playing for your heritage. We spoke about it earlier in the podcast with the State of Origin and how 
Yeah. But it incites so much um, passion and pride, you know, you're playing from where you came from. That's where you were born and grew up. This is yep. your, your heritage, you know. This is – yeah. it doesn't matter where you live. This is no. your Maori or your Indigenous. Um, so I That's think – It links back to that community that they all – Yeah, exactly. Play with. Yeah, the, I think yep. the, the, passion, with, yeah. the passion is unreal. You see the haka and the Indigenous war cry uh, mm. beforehand. Uh, we might have to get that up on the telly tonight because we'll be talking to the the Indians, uh, the Daily Capitals. Yep, for the um, IPL. Might yeah. have to keep this on the background. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, there's no cricket. You know, we, can, True. we can multitask. <laughs> uh, my wife definitely is one. Uh, so looking forward to that. Footy's back. Uh, it's only, jeez, it's only the start of February. Uh, the girls mm. will be uh, the curtain raiser at 5.20, followed by the men's game at 10 past 8. Uh, the likes of Jordan Rapana, Dylan Walker, Chanel Harris, Davida, Cody Nicarima, James Fisher, Harris, Kenny Bromwich. That's a pretty uh, mm. good uh, list of guys right there. They'll be uh, kitted out for the Maori. Uh, and Josh Adokar will skip up the Indigenous side. Uh, Hamisa Tabui Fido is there. Nico Hines is there. Yep. Dave Fafita is there. Andrew Fafita, I want to touch on. This is his first game since he was in ICU. In an induced coma after uh, fracturing yeah, his right. larynx, I, I yeah. believe it was. Something in his throat. Yeah, yeah he literally, he, he was struggling to breathe on mm. on the field. They called the ambos. I think they intubated him in, in the ambulance. He had time Jeez, yeah. in intensive care. Um, you know, playing footy was an afterthought kind of thing. Yeah. It was kind of like... You know, let's let's make sure this guy gets <laughs> gets through this. Um, so yeah. so less than let. Uh, what are we? About? Yeah, it's about six months since since that happened. Um, the fact that he's out there and playing—that's a, yeah. a fucking massive story. Laurie Daly coaching does, the. Does he have a club this year? No, I don't, I don't believe he has a club. Didn't think so. What do the drag the dragons might have picked the dragons actually might have picked him up on uh, on on I'll a let monkey. See if you can find that. Yeah, see if you can chase that one up. Trial games start next weekend. Uh, we're a month away from the kickoff of the NRL. Our favourite sport, rugby union. That's actually that's mm-hmm. kicking off soon. Super Rugby Pacific. Um, so they've got a twelve-team competition with the five Australian teams, the five New Zealand teams, with the Fiji Drua and Moana Pacifica. That's how how, how are they doing this competition with the New Zealand teams? I don't know. I've got <laughs> fucking no idea. The Western Force are in this in this competition. Well, I assume they're not playing any home games. <laughs> No, I <laughs> I imagine all the teams have gone and quarantined and playing whole comp in New Zealand. I have got no idea. Obviously, we're big rugby aficionados. We probably lean a little bit more like most league. people are. No, <laughs> you'd be surprised going back to university. Uh, you know, this year maybe maybe that's maybe that's, that's the, the crowd. That maybe crowd. That, maybe <laughs> that's the crowd. Uh, rugby's yeah, rugby's still alive in this country. Obviously, the NRL Just probably ch- generates a little, little bit more interest. Uh, but yeah, that's about to kick off next weekend. Uh, Anything on for Fafita? Uh, still the Sharks. Sharks. Mm. Yeah. So I think I don't think he's on the big money that he was on uh, last season. Mm. Uh, but but yeah, it's cool. Footy's back. We're a yeah. month we're a month away from the NRL. Uh, Aussie rules will be coming soon. We'll be talking mm. about it um, a little bit more often here on the mm-hmm. Definitely. What about the Winter Olympics, boys? Uh, the, it kicked off, uh, well, for us at least, uh, Aussies with uh, Jakara Anthony mm. taking home the gold medal in the women's moguls. Uh, she she 
led throughout. She came fourth, I believe, in Pyeongchang, so just missed out. Mm. She's from Queensland. Uh, so Queenslander. <laughs> Queenslander. <laughs> I think I was reading her parents did meet on Mount Buller, so they've probably... Spent, yeah. spent a few, t- <laughs> a few uh, holidays down in the mountain. How good. Uh, actually haven't won a, a gold medal uh, since Lydia Lucilla back in 2010. Yeah. So 12 years between drinks there. Yeah. Uh, good for the Aussies there. Yeah, massive. And and mogul skiing has actually become a little bit of a, a strong suit. We had Dale okay. Beck smith win the gold medal uh, back in Vancouver. He We kind of stole him from, <laughs> from Canada. But we had Matt, Matt Graham win the silver last yeah. Olympics. Uh, so Mogul's becoming mm. a little bit of a strong suit for Australian skiers. I don't know if you boys have seen the Mogul's courses. Um, I've seen the one uh, up at Parisha. And I'll tell you what, up, up at Blue Cow, Blue Cow Park of <laughs> Parisha, that one, and I don't know if that's even at, at, at an Olympic standard. Yep. The steepness and the bumps on that is fucking insane. Every time I see Moguls, my knees just you start heard, hurting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, you do wonder about the. I do not the, uh, understand how people can. Oh, yeah. yeah, the long term, uh, the long term impact on the knees is crazy. Mm. And just dropping into that first jump, and we saw back in Pyeongchang, uh, the the girls at that first jump, it was like it would be like a three sixty into like a flip down the bottom, mm. and now they're going like, like, three sixty minimum, but maybe maybe five forty. That's uh, yeah. not five forty in moguls. Maybe like a, a cork at the top into like something crazy at the bottom. Just yeah. the, the sport uh, advancing so so rapidly in the space of four years. It's, it's unbelievable to see. And uh, and Jakara Anthony um, bringing home Australia's first uh, gold medal in uh, the winter format in in the last twelve years. Uh, outside of that, Australian Scotty Jones he just missed out on the gold yesterday. He had it uh, through two runs. Uh, he, he crashed out in his first one, and his second one, uh, he, he put up a 92-point-something, uh, and it was sitting in first for a long time. And then uh, Haruma, I think the, the Japanese, he's only a little fella. Um, he pipped him in the last one, but Scotty Jones would be very happy. With a silver medal there, backing up the bronze um, in 2018. So maybe, yeah, going forwards, bronze, silver. <laughs> no, so only, I think he's 27. So, so he'll be Still, yep. he'll be thirty one. Mm. He'll be thirty one next time in Italy. They're going to Milan, Cortina. Um, so yeah, Scotty hopefully will, will be still in his prime there. And we saw, speaking of Italians, Italian Australian mm. Valentino Guselli. He's from the south coast of New South Wales. Sixteen. Mm. He came sixteen. Sixteen. He's he built this massive ramp. Uh, well. That's, I don't know at his parents' place, I guess. Um, <laughs> Most yeah, likely, yeah. down at Dalmeny, uh, around Naruma, a really nice place here on the south coast of New South Wales. Uh, he came sixth and is is gets some of the most air out of anyone in uh, in the sport at the moment. So look uh, for Valentino Guselli going mm. forwards. Uh, and the other medal, actually the first medal uh, that we won at the Olympics, Tess Cody, uh, she won bronze in the board. Slope style, uh, first Australian mm. medal in this event. Um, other things that have uh, caught my eye uh, throughout throughout the Winter Olympics was uh, the first thing we actually for the first four days sat ahead of the United States on uh, on the medal tally. So pretty interesting considering how much snow we get compared compared to the US. They have jumped us now. Um, we're sixteenth, which is. Pretty impressive for a country which is mostly renowned for its beaches and deserts. <laughs> um, Irene Voost, 
Um, the the Dutch speed skater. I think she is the only uh, athlete, winter or um, summer, to have won the same event five Olympics in a row. She's thirty five years wow. old. Uh, the fifteen hundred meters in the speed skating. Uh, she's won it. She's won that uh, when she was nineteen. And 23, 27, 31, 35, that makes sense. Mm. Yep. Um, so, and the, the Dutch, they they fucking dominate the speed skating. They go mm-hmm. wild. Um, Esther Ledesca, mm. uh, that's, I think that's the pronunciation there. It's very similar to Ledecky, Katie Ledecky. Ah, uh, yep. Um, she, she's got three gold medals now across two Olympics. You know the funny thing about her? She snowboards and skis. So, uh, so yeah. One of, her, one of her gold medals came from skiing in Pyeongchang, yep. and she's now won the women's uh, giant slalom twice, and I think she's going up again uh, for another skiing medal. That's – I don't know if – like how you guys, you know, the listeners perhaps uh, have, have – most people get okay at snowboarding, most people get okay at skiing for those that have taken on the slopes. To get really good at both – yeah, um, like unbelievable. Mm. And to be well, elite at both, yeah, yeah. two different sports. Well, well yeah, so yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I was trying to think during the week. Um, like, for if this was happening in the Summer Olympics, it's not. I wouldn't say it's probably quite as similar as going from the pool to track and field. No, but, but a comparable sort of what would be. It's, a comparable it's not like sort running the hundred sprint and then backing up and doing the fifteen hundred. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that comparison. It's like, it's like doing yeah. short distance and long distance. Yeah, okay. It's like... Just like... It's it's skill it's skill based. It's like being... Uh, say, it's like being... A, and this is the same analogy, actually. It's like <laughs> being an elite track cyclist and being an elite road cyclist. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. But there's no, there's, no com- there's no comparison, really. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like... No, you know what a good comparison is to Summer Olympics? Canoe and kayak. Yes. Okay. That's, yeah. That, that's that's yeah. probably a more um, applicable uh, comparison. Mm. Anyways, comparisons aside, the lady has three gold medals. She could possibly win a fourth. Mm. Um, unbelievable, unbelievable to have that kind of uh, control and talent across two different disciplines. Uh, a nice story uh, in the snowboarding. It was it was heartbreaking for us Australians. Belle Brockhoff. She mm. finished fourth. She made the big final. She yeah. came from behind in the quarterfinals. Uh, she she did really well in the semi-finals. She made the the big dance. Three three out of four people win a medal. Unfortunately, she missed out. But the lady that won it, Lindsay J- uh, Jacob Ellis, the uh, the American, in two thousand and six, she she was winning. She was winning. Last jump, they got a big jump. Uh, mm-hmm. You just you know, it's snowboard cross. It's a race. You're not meant to do tricks. Mm. She did a trick. Crash. Uh, just crash. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and got the silver medal. Uh, and she's now thirty. Some, she's like getting a little bit long in the tooth. So finally, mm. finally got rewarded. Yeah, thirty six. She is thirty six. So how many nights she would have went to bed and thinking, oh jeez, I wish I didn't do that fucking program. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, it, like it's sad. It is sad for Belle Brockoff. She's an, an absolute character. It was kind of cool. You know, most mm. people when they face the media, they say the normal things. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm disappointed. I put in all the hard work, you know. Uh, I'll just yeah. get back and I'll be thinking about Milan, yada yada yada. Mm. She she was saying, "Oh, I feel pretty shit. I'm gonna go and cry <laughs> like a little bitch and and, and get back to." It. I think she's in a team event. Uh, really wears a heart on her sleeve, which I I as oh, a, like personally, that kind of suits my style a little bit better mm. than rather than being the the media robot. Yeah. Um. So just to touch on Bell Brockoff, uh, it's actually gone bad 
from bad to worse. So uh, she was in the team, um, the yeah snowboard cross event, and she crashed out. Yeah. Um, had to be stretched off. Um, <laughs> all reports. Um, it must have been fairly recent because this Did new I, yeah. Because I, I was literally just googling updates um, to wrap this up. So um, by all reports, she was sent to hospital. Australian Olympic uh, Committee, I think, put out a post saying that she appears to be okay, just getting well, precautionary man. scans. It's a it's a wild sport, the snowboard cross. Like you've got four pe- like one person going down that course is crazy. You've got four people <laughs> jostling for position. We s- you see some hectic wipeouts. Uh, it's an absolutely yeah. insane sport. So uh, thinking of, of Belle, uh, hopefully she's all good. 100%. And, and there's nothing mm. um, you know too serious going on there. Mm. Uh, moving forward, what what do we have on for today? Uh, the team snowboard cross we spoke about. Uh, there's some speed skating, some ski jumping. What about the the old biathlon? Strange sport, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, a little bit of cross country skiing, yeah. a little bit of shooting. shooting yeah. yeah, yeah. You get very that. very Scandinavian. Yeah, yeah, sport. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, the Russians tend to be tend to yeah. be pretty good in it. Um, and then uh, cool. g- going forward, we'll see a bit more of the bobsleigh, the Jamaicans. Ah, uh, yes. They're coming in. It. The uh, introduction of the women's mono bob um, in, in, in this one. Uh, no puns intended there <laughs> on mono bob. Um, and we're, we're actually equaled our best ever performance as Australians at the Winter Games, and we're a week mm. in. That's too bad. Yeah. So, a question for you of what's remaining, how much of that is Channel 7 actually going to show for you? Good question, yes, <laughs> and I've always been wholly critical of Channel 7's coverage of the Winter Olympics. It used, I think it's actually better than Channel 9, where Eddie Maguire used to be, be the, the anchor, and you yeah. said, you kind of thought, Eddie, I don't know, like, if you could get down the green run, maybe, <laughs> and from Valley, like, you know, there's a fair few Australians these days yeah. that know how to ride, ride a little bit of snow. Um, I'm not saying that I could... At an elite level, but Eddie McGuire, if you want to race me down accelerator at Kirsch, uh, the call out is there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll scull a beer first and try not to say anything racist. Uh. <laughs> um, no, all, no, all tracks aside, um, the, yeah, the, the the coverage has been poor. I think the, the coverage has been really poor. I've do, you, do you think some of that though comes from the country that they're in? Because by all reports, it's been a bit of a shit show over there. With, Chot- yeah, with the athletes in yeah, the maybe, village, maybe, and, and you have seen empty, empty stadiums. A lot of it, you know, a lot of the the coronavirus. Well, they've been in lockdown, mm. I think. Um, yeah, since the start of the year. Yeah, so. I don't know. It, it has looked very unusual. This whole thing, um, and outside of the sport, there's been obviously a lot of speculation as to you know the human rights violations, mm. treatment of Uyghur Muslims. Um, you, you need to put inverted commas around the speculation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And look, we're a sports podcast, uh, but yeah, it's worth yeah. Me- it's worth mentioning um, that yeah, obviously it's been quite contentious these games uh, going ahead, even um, the, the way that they are. So, look, yeah, let's let's try and focus on um, you know the, the upcoming sport. Uh, we'll see the ice hockey um, get into the business end. Mm. Um, we've got you know. Snowboarding big air. I don't know if you guys. That's what it. I tune in for. Is the, the ice hockey for Winter Olympics? Do you guys see that <laughs> that referee? <laughs> oh, poor fella! That. <laughs> How does that work? You can deck a referee in the ice, and he was laughing like he was like, "Yeah, it's I probably think, a common occurrence." Yeah. I think they're built different. Probably loves it. Those yeah. hockey players. He's probably a former player, and yeah. he's just getting <laughs> smoked. I think that was in Switzerland, Russia, maybe from yeah. memory. Uh, yeah. 
Well, what, it's, they're built different, the old hockey players, that's for sure. Yeah, we'll have to see whether it's going to – what combination of Canada, Russia and the US will be in the in the final for the ice hockey. Sure thing. And uh, I guess that'll wrap us up. Uh, the first podcast from the new studio. Looks pretty yeah. good, boys. I think we did a good job. Yeah, uh, I don't know if the chat's improved at all. but No, probably no. not. <laughs> long, the long chat, way. The chat did enjoy uh, the new studio. So shout out to everyone that jumped in Cheers. and gave us comments. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it very much. We should be back on about a weekly basis. basis uh, <laughs> <moving> forward. <laughs> uh, as Sean settles in uh, his little... Little second bub, and uh, mm. yeah, we look forward to cricket going forwards, the Super Bowl, basketball yeah. getting to the pointy end, and obviously all of our footy codes coming in down under. Sure. Yep, wrapping up the Winter Olympics as well. Mm. Uh, quick scan of the news. Nothing really much has happened today. Um, slow news, that. Yeah. Bit of a slow news day. <laughs> Great <Saturday>. chat. <laughs> Uh, the, everyone wait in fine for your see tomorrow by all accounts. So, yeah, mm. we're all good to go for another excellent week of sports. Thank you to all our listeners. Yeah. Of course, uh, please c- consider chucking us a subscribe on the YouTube. We do have an Instagram. We do have a Facebook. Please, uh, if you wouldn't mind checking that out. Thank you to any loyal listeners uh, that, that go through this dribble Week by week, uh, we are uh, a little bit over a year now into the podcast game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yep. please stand by tonight. Uh, yeah, we'll be back. Yeah, I'll be back. Uh, I'm going to go home and have a little kip, I think. <laughs> and, uh, and then we'll be talking to our friends at the Delhi Capitals and trying to uh, cover a little bit of this IPL auction. It'll be very interesting yeah. to see how the teams go and how the Aussies go, um, mm. you know, mm-hmm. who's, who's going to get the big money. Um, so yeah, that will be from about at seven thirty Australian, Australian Eastern Standard. Yep. Thank you to all. I hope you like the new digs. Thank you for hosting. Congratulations. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Uh, bye. <laughs> Catch ya. See ya.